This week on Face Off Hockey Show, the trade deadline apparently was today. Not Friday. Missed the memo on that. We'll talk about all the wacky trades that are happening when Law Richardson joins us here in the second hour. We'll talk about uh, making our own deadline show. And finally, you can sell your Just for Men stock. We'll get more into that later. It's Face Off Hockey Show right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Hey there, hi there, ho there. It's March there. I'm Scotty Waz. Johnny P is over there. Hi. And the triumphant return of Hudson Patanzo. And Mark Patanzo is there, too. It's a great time. He's hiding out. He's laying low. He's crying because Marcus Johansson got traded. And um, I don't know if they're tears of tears joy. Tears of joy. Uh, tear, okay. Or tears of sadness. Do not know, but uh, we'll dive into that a little later into the show. Hudson's here. Hudson, uh, what do you think about uh, your head healing? You look great, buddy. Yes. Nice. Speak up. Yes. Wonderful. How does that feel? How does it feel to have a, a fully healed head? Good. Okay, perfect. That's great. Love it. Instead, I would like to have a horse on my head. Why a horse on your head? That's a good. That's a great question. That's a interesting thing. It's very Italian of you. It is true. As long as it's a stallion, right? <laughs> right. Yes, obviously. Why a horse, Hudson? Nope. So I could hop on my head, honestly, or I could just jump out of the way so I can get on the horse. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Makes sense. I put some shrooms in his dinner this evening. So Obviously, Jamie, pull it up. <laughs> Jamie, pull up a horse in the head. Um. So, how was your week, buddy? What'd you get done? What? I don't know. What did you do, bud? I Just got, say what you did. I got a new calendar. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. How about that? What kind of calendar? It's, it's a March it's one calendar. One of those calendars that you you can like pull the. It's like an advent calendar, but a oh. real calendar. You, so you, you like pull the, you pull the numbers out and you can put them in any order you want. To. Yeah, like it's like you can slide the numbers in. Oh, okay, yes. gotcha. It's I called don't... a pocket calendar, I believe. Sorry. I I wish this thing was actually just like a phone, so I could carry it around and see it. Well, I think you could, right? How could I? We'd have to move this whole computer. Mm, that's a fair point. Mm. Don't yeah. you literally have a phone that you I carry can't, around? I can't call them on that. Sure you can. How can I? This well, is the same conversation I have with Sean Leahy like every like <laughs> like three or four months. It must be the ginger. Um, you know, if you, you can use your phone. How can I? <laughs> Wait, how can I use my phone to call you? 
Just forget it. 1-877-913-9739. That's how you can use the forget phone. Forget I ever said it. Uh, but Wait, yeah. your phone number? Yeah, one eight seven seven nine one three nine seven three nine. 913 9739 That's a long password. Yep, sure is, bud. I only have four characters. Uh, okay, Hudson. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, if you have a phone, you have a lawyer, too. I think we learned that in school as well. Speaking of school, what are no, you learning? I did in... not. I did not. What did, well, what did, you, what did you learn in school, then? Integers? Don't look at me, buddy. I'm not in your class. What Alpha, you alphabets? But you're on the Calendar. same Little League team. That's the weird part. Calendars. Oh, calendars, okay. Wonderful. Tell them the date. You get a little slide calendar. Things are going well. Johnny, what was on your calendar this week? Oof. Hockey, hockey, and more hockey. Oh, yeah. Whoa, you got a hockey calendar? Yeah. Yep. I made one. What? You made one out of paper? Out of paper, yep. Jeez, how could you make such a thing? I don't know. I'll show you sometime. How about that? When you come? Yeah, when I come down there. No, I need to come to your house. You're going to come to my house. Oh, geez, that sounds like a threat. I know. I'm going to have to clean the place. Bro, is the place like a mess with all the chips on the ground? Yeah. (laughs) How does he know your diet? And beer cans. (laughs) Kids got you to the T. He knows you. Knows you. Yeah, so there were Black Bears games on Friday and Saturday, and then I went down to Navy's under-18 game on Sunday to take pictures for one of the Billet families. Did you know that Sunday is actually the last day of the week? It is. It's a very true statement. I would argue that. I would say it's the first day of the week. Ooh. My calendar shows it as the first day of the week. I what say you, Hudson? With you. Huh? I just agree with you. Okay. All right. Well, didn't take too much debate. No, nope. it's not gonna be a good politician. We're just gonna agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, apparently. exactly. Yeah, you know, I don't know, man. Sometimes <laughs> no, it just I, happens. Apparently, you just. Apparently, the only option is is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I mean, the only option. That is the only option. That's that's even better counterpoint to my counterpoint. Huh. Interesting. Johnny, did you change your settings on that, by the way, on your on your camera? Or did you do a little uh, thing different? It looked the, the the Saturday pictures looked crisper. They did. Uh, Saturday's <laughs> pictures are edited differently. Gotcha. I have. Uh, what you edit? I've, yeah. What you edit in uh, Skype? Not in Skype. Then what? Then. That makes no sense that, I mean, never. We're talking about pictures, bro. We're not talking about the, the what we're on right now, the video. Come on, my man. My Am man. I technically a picture? Yeah. No, you're a video currently. <laughs> if I take a picture of you, you're a picture me? then. My head looks like an egg. Whoa. <laughs> Out of the mouths of babes, everybody. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I did edit it differently. I edited it a little bit brighter, and then I uh, tried to make the background a bit darker to make things uh, look more uh, contrasty. Nice. So, but you got to change your background? Yeah. No, I'm not going to change my background. You should. So why'd you Maybe say you should. that? 
Well, he said it. He said it. He said it out of love and caring and understanding. Yeah, what's that one? <gasps> Whoa! Hey. <laughs> ah. How do I change my background? I don't know. Uh oh. Clear the background. Now we've created a monster. Got it. Daddy, how do I change my background? I got the premium, buddy. I use this a lot, so I got the premium. You got to get that premium uh, Skype. So maybe one day, maybe one day when you're older, we'll get you, <laughs> get you that. You can buy your own premium Skype if Skype is even a thing. What do you think about Microsoft Hudson? Yeah, that's one. All right, perfect. Oh. Wonderful. <laughs> ah! Whoa. He's in Roblox land. <laughs> He's in Roblox land. I never understood Roblox. What is Roblox? I don't get it. Is it Minecraft? Is it Lego? Roblox. Is it Minecraft or is it Lego or is it both? What is Roblox, Hudson? It's like games. Okay. Yeah, we got it. What What do you do in Roblox? It's It's most similar to Minecraft. Okay. But there is a Lego version called Lego World. Oh, okay. They're all essentially the same thing. It's all the same thing. Where people can create worlds and then other people play those worlds okay so it's like super mario maker too i what hudson just talk can you change the background yes so it's like yes super, imagine super... imagine super mario maker or mm-hmm. whatever that you just said yeah we have the hard hats and people can play your levels and yes just make them infinitely terribly hard that one's cool I'm in a building. Yeah, you're in a condo. What city do you think that is? Chicago? Almost looks like it's like... uh, It's like Portland. Like South Baltimore. (laughs) Yeah. Almost looks like off a key highway near Rashfield. The chair? Like cider. Cider? Yep. Why don't you just... Mo cider? Mo cider. There he is. Look at him. He's looking out the window like a pro himself. (laughs) Uh, what did you do, Scotty? Uh, what did I do this There's weekend? a boat out there. It's trying to break into my house. Interesting. <laughs> Why is it trying to break into your house? Because it wants to get my food. Did it? Did you steal their eggs? Yes, I did. Okay, well, that's probably why. <laughs> I would deduce. That's probably no, I why. Okay. All right, well, there you go. And I locked it in a freezer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark, don't don't eat anything Why in the freezer. Why sitting on my back? Uh, what did I do this week? I didn't do much. I didn't. I literally stayed at home and I did. I went to work, and that was it. Get on my shoulder. This is my last full weekend of hockey at UND, and then like two weeks off, and then if I want to go to Fargo for regionals, I'll go to Fargo for regionals. See what yeah. teams show up. It looks like there's actually someone behind me. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Right? Why is right? the, why is the thing on your shoulder? What the heck? It was. <clears throat> yeah. We've been on here for like twelve minutes. Really? Yes, actually, twelve wow. minutes and twenty five seconds. Dang. Okay. Feels so much shorter than that. Feels just like we turned this thing on. Oh boy. How do you feel about the trade deadline? You ready for the trade deadline, Hudson? You ready for all the action that's going to happen there? All right. Perfect. He does that. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Understand. Yeah. Oh, he does. 
Johnny, you're giving me conflicting reports here. <clears throat> Very confused. <laughs> well, good. Well, what else you got to say, Hudson? What else is on your mind? It's the Hudson happy hour. I'm Sting. Huh? Sting is on my head. Sting is on your head? <laughs> ah, there it is. Just tap you on the shoulder. Just plop you in your head. <laughs> oh, my goodness, the Adams family's here. Weird. <laughs> and I think I'm the only one. The I don't only... know why I can't caption you. What do you mean? He's got he turned the captions on. Oh, okay. <laughs> you could caption it. You could. It's not captioning us, it's only captioning you guys. Well, you... I mean, you should know what you're saying. <laughs> I would hope. You would hope that someone would know what they're saying, but I've listened to 21 years of this show. I'm still not sure what the hell we're saying. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe we need captioning. It's closed captioned for the thinking impaired. That's true. Can you believe somebody who took up the took up the uh, any kind of time to transcribe this show? What a mess that would be! Oh God, <laughs> they need they might need one of those uh, those uh, court so. computers. Ambience. An ambient? What are you trying to put him to sleep? A Xanax, maybe? A Zanny? Papa Zanny? That'd be good. Uh, so. Alright. Well, Hudson, what else you gotta say, bud? What's your what's your heart out? Um an elf is in my house. I'm sorry, what? I'm trying to break out of my house. You're trying to break out of your house? No, my... Continue. No, an elf is in my house. So I'm trying <clears throat> There's to... an elf in your house? So I'm trying... You gotta speak up, pal. All you do is yell and scream around the house all day long, and all of a sudden you're quiet? Speak up. No, there's an elf in my house and it wants to get out. That's... that's No. That's just so the can, dog. So I can punch He's just it gotta out. poop. You're gonna punch the elf? Yeah. Why wouldn't I? That's a fair point, Mark. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> I think I think that's that's not he's not wrong. I mean, if you had an elf in your if you had anything in your house, you'd probably want it the hell out of there. Mice, crickets, crickets, definitely. Someone who's worn out their welcome, that kind that of thing. Well. Not turning it on, Hudson. Why? Because you're getting off the show in two minutes. It's also you also turned down the volume. Turned down for what? So are microphones low now? Well, it could just be you. He could just. I think we're fine now. Maybe it's just him not yelling into the microphone as such. So. Yeah. All right. Well, good then. Well, good talk. Yeah, good time, Hudson. Hold on. Ah, look at that. He screenshot us all stacked on. See, that's different from mine. Y'all are stacked on top of each other. I'm on the side here, and then you got two here, and now he's in a he's in a museum. Is that a kids' museum or a Best Buy phone center? I can't tell the difference. Uh, Looks like an IKEA. Ooh, is that the Jorkenplutz behind it? Mm-hmm. No, that no, no, that looks like this. Hudson, it's, it's Google headquarters. <laughs> Hudson, yeah, for a Microsoft product. 
Hudson. Why does the dog owns those lights. What? They just sabotaged it and made it into a new place. That's a fair point. Good point. Listen, all y'all, it's a sabotage, right? Yeah. Big Beastie Boys fan, are you? All right. No. Oh, that's a shame. Even is that? Oh, come on. You, when you get older, you'll understand. You'll you'll understand the rhythm and the rhyme that is the Beastie Boys. Yeah, that you have to fight no. for your right to party. Oh. Well, you can't. You won't. You don't stop. At a rock, come and rock the shore shot. Uh-huh. Sing, go around the museum. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair. Gotta add things. All right, bud. This is your last minute. What else, What all do you have to say? What do you got Thank for us, Hudson? This is the McDonald's, the McNuggets minute. <laughs> Talk, talk. Okay, I get to eat my McDonald's. That's good. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye. See you soon on Wednesday. See you. Bye-bye. You're touching the microphone. Good talk to you, bud. After I told you not to. Go ahead. Don't hang up the red phone. Don't have kids. I I got a 16-year-old. It grows out of it, Mark. Don't worry. And he's gone. (laughs) Hudson and, and Mark. Wow. A thriller. That was fantastic. A thriller. Uh, I did like how he, how he called me out for having chips and beer cans all over the yeah, floor. Yeah, he really, he really, that really hit home. That wasn't really so much funny as it was hurtful and true. Yeah, what the uh, hell? How does he know? You have that, you have that. Kids only been to my house once. You got that Google Nest cam? Maybe he's peeking on you through that. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, uh, how about we get to some injury report? As uh, yeah, it's going to be a busy show in the second hour, folks. Don't worry, a lot of trades to talk about. Oh yeah, who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show injury reports. J.T. Miller, he's got a lower body injury. He's going to be day to day, but aren't we all? As we get ready for the Canucks, figure out what the hell they're going to do. I don't know what they're doing. They're adding adding pieces, throwing pieces away. Who knows? Yeah, they traded for somebody, though, for some reason. Yeah, I don't get that one either. It was very bizarre, but we'll move on from that. Talk about that with Lyle, too. I have a list, as you see on this. I don't know if you've seen the rundown. List, Is armbar on the list? A armbar, possibly, on the list. Armbar Perfect. to the arm. Uh, Alex Tuck, lower body injury. He is day-to-day. Uh, Kirby Doc. He is out indefinitely with a lower body injury. Not the first season he might have won a scene in Montreal. That's for damn sure. Uh, yep. Uh, Agber Shika has been done for the season. Shoulder injury, oh. shoulder surgery. He was just kind of week to week, and now they just shut him down because the Hab season is going nowhere fast. Uh, Cole Perfetti, lower or upper body injury. He's going to be out eight weeks. A great piece <laughs> of the sucks. power play. Great young yeah. player there in Winnipeg. Um I like Cole Perfetti. Yeah. No, really good, really good shot. Hell of a hell of a thing going on there in Winnipeg. So we will see. I guess, you know, probably best to shut him down now. I mean, you could well, we're at March, eight weeks, put you into maybe second round if they get there. But we will have to see. Uh Ryan Johansson, we mentioned last week he had a skate cut. He had surgery on that. He's gonna be out twelve weeks on that Oof. from there. So that's pretty much the season for him, I would think. Yeah. As the predators yeah. start selling. Um, 
Spencer Knight. Spencer Knight, goaltender for the Florida Panthers, has entered the NHL uh, and NHLPA assistance program. Um, tings going on, so he is taking a leave of absence from the team indefinitely. So best of luck to him and getting help in whatever he needs for that program. That program really being used a lot, and it's actually really good to see, to be quite honest with you. Regard- regardless of what they're using it for, uh, the fact that they're using it and the fact that it's an option is, you know, guys actually doing something about it, which is pretty awesome. Uh, it was very close, too, after he uh, ended up being able to get that mask created that had all of the kids' uh, pictures that they drew at the children's hospital, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I wonder if he just waited until that, that had happened, and then he's just like, all right, probably now, now it's time to go. Yeah. Um, Eric Cernak suspended uh, two games for going oops upside the head on Kyle Poso the other day. No call on the play. That was a wild. <laughs> did you see the highlights of that game? That was, was a. That the, uh, was that the like 7 4 game? That was the 6 5 OT game. <laughs> um, went on a power play. Uh, can't remember who scored, uh, scored the game winner for Buffalo, but everyone was up in arms because they thought he tripped up or pulled down uh, Steve Stamkos. Um, but he didn't. It's fine. But he didn't. But he didn't. <laughs> uh, Keandre Miller suspended three games for spitting on J- uh, Drew Doughty uh-huh. in a scrum. Clear as day, right. too. Cameras got him yeah, in 4K. Yeah. Right. That's, it was a 4K spit. It was a 4K spit. 4K three-game spit. Yeah. So, you know, that sucks. Very very Robbie Alomar of him. Well, but, you know. I mean, he didn't mean to do it. Didn't mean to do it. I don't know how you don't mean to spit at somebody. Yeah. I could see, I can see if you're yelling. I mean, Drew Dowdy, uh, uh, he uh, accepted his apology. So right. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. But you know, I don't know if you can say it's accidental when you know you kind of just you form the spit and then, <laughs> like it's not right. like it's not like he was he was yelling at him or screaming at him and a little lug f- flew up and hit him in the face. He was like, I was honestly just trying to clear my throat, and Drew Dowdy was in the way. Yeah. Exactly. Drew Daddy was in in the way accidentally on purpose. So, there's that. Uh, all right, Johnny, did you hear we had a Patreon? We do. We do. We have a Patreon. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash show. That's where all the good stuff is. Um, well, not really. It's where our stuff is. You can get the video show if you donate a dollar. Uh, or, if you donate five, you get to pick a segment. You get the video show. And every now and again, after we convert ASF files, we will put up some old shows. Um, so it's just a matter of bulk doing that. And I'll have time here in a bit. North Dakota's not playing a home weekend because they're terrible this year. Oh. So they're not home playing a home playoff series. Um, but maybe, just maybe, if they win the NCHC, they can, uh, they can get to the tournament and be in Fargo. The likelihood maybe. of that? Slim and none. Slim and none. We'll see. Stranger stuff has happened. True. Uh, uh, but you can be like uh, Jerome, Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Chris, Matthew, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Robin, Sean. They contributed. Hey, so can you. Patreon.com slash Face of Hockey Show. All the money goes into the show one way or the other. So, Johnny, with all the trades that have happened, uh-huh. this is going to be an epic showing by these networks to figure out what in the goddamn hell to talk about for eight <laughs> <Yeah>. hours. <laughs> well, I mean, they're probably just going to talk about the trades that occurred this week for eight hours. You have to almost. <laughs> you have to keep on overkilling the whole thing. 
Well, I mean, the ESPN2 coverage, though, is on... Uh, we're going to have ESPN2 coverage from 1 to 4 p.m. Only, only 1 to 4 p.m., though. That's smart, actually. <laughs> when you think about it... Because let's be honest, I don't think... If, if a Jacob Trickren deal is going to go down, it's going to go down tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, Jacob Trickren just got uh, traded before the show. Did he? I did not yeah. check the news. To Ottawa, like right before the show. No shit. Okay, well... <laughs> Uh, let's flip reverse that. First off, Ottawa? Really? I mean, Ottawa's going all in. They think they're a playoff team. They need to up that value before it gets sold to Ryan Reynolds. I guess. Fuck, yeah. No, this is me checking the news before the show, obviously. Well, I mean, I figured that, you know, you have a life. I, I, was, and I, I was, was just sitting on the couch because I didn't feel like working anymore. So I was watching NHL Network before the show. Maybe, what I do. maybe a little Vox for your boy? I don't know. Whatever. All right, so Jacob Chickren's off the board. Uh, <laughs> fuck, there's no one on the board anymore. Everyone, See, it's gotten even worse. Everything's gotten much worse. Kane's gone, Chickren's gone. Like, Our pets' heads are falling off. What's going on here? <laughs> Teddy Bluger got traded. The fuck's going on, man? Ghost Bear's gone. Who does the Coyotes actually have on their team anymore? Aside from a lot of retained salary. Oh, my God. This is terrible. So, say we do a, a draft. If we were in charge of putting a trade deadline show together, aside from doing the smart thing of uh, making it one, to, doing it. Making it one to four uh, <laughs> Eastern time, uh, what, else, what else do you have to do? First, by the, yeah, that is so genius. Fucking three hours. TSN's going to start at 8 a.m. and just be like, I yep. don't know what to tell you guys. Well, NHL Network will probably run the TSN coverage as well, like normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I'll still have an all-day trade deadline. Sure. But I'm not sure about flipping to ESPN Plus, actually, or ESPN the 2, deuce. I believe it's on. Because I think I read that Bucciagrass was the, like, in-studio host oh, for it. fuck. Um... So, oh, yeah, well. he was a, he was the uh, the draft guy last year, and he was fucking insufferable. So I don't know how much you want to watch of it, but you know it is smart, like you said, one to four. You know, especially if all the trades have already gone down already, like right now. Like, mm. Mm. I mean, how many times can you ask a player? So, what did it feel like when you got traded? Right. How do you feel about your new team? How'd you find out? Can't say it's us, because uh, we everything happened before we got on the air. Specters hockey. Yeah, right. Oh, some Specters hockey guy told me. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, I, I think one to four. You have to do the time limit constraints. Um, I like it. Th- so three. Well, you still need to get Stephen A. Smith on in the morning. So. Oh, I would love Stephen A. Smith to talk about the Jacob Chicken trade. <laughs> I would... Stephen A. Smith starts coming on to the draft uh, onto the uh, oh he'd be fantastic on the draft uh, coverage you know what Molly there's no chance he knows that ki- a kid from Slovakia <laughs> you know what Molly I was sitting here thinking about myself and I was thinking thinking to myself why are the Arizona Coyotes selling this bad they are a disgrace to this National <laughs> Hockey League you trade Jacob Chikrin and you trade Shane Gossesbear and get nothing in return. 
Xavier Gutierrez should be ashamed of himself. But what does this do to LeBron? <laughs> wait a minute, Stephen A. <laughs> Hold wait on. Wait a minute. How'd you how'd you twist it that way, Stephen A? Oh. Like if the Coyotes can't win another game this season, it hurts LeBron's legacy. Wait, what? They're already playing at a college, which is something LeBron could not do. So the Arizona Coyotes are greater than LeBron James. Well, that's a LeBron leap, James. Stephen. <laughs> it does actually sound like something he would say, though. I would love him to twist, to twist it to the Coyotes are better than LeBron James due to the fact they went to college. <laughs> wow. Man. Oh, boy. Then you review every trade, of course. You get Stephen A in. You get you get Tony. I would love the PT. The PTI guys actually know hockey. I would yeah. love to see those two debate bait out uh, something if they haven't already. Get, I haven't watched in get, a while, but get them in. Yeah, yeah, I haven't watched them in a while either. Get Tony Reale in to do to do around the horn for a segment. Get everyone else except John Bujagras. Like minimize his timing, and we're fine. Um. But, yeah, maybe do some games. Maybe do some game shows. Get get like Arda Arda Ocal and and um, and uh, Wyshynski on there for that. Yeah, Namster Koss just got traded. Jesus. Okay. Jeez. I mean, when Lyle comes on, we might be breaking trades on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Lyle Lyle might have to step away for a bit of time. So. Lyle might not show up. <laughs> we might like, get a text. Fuckers. We might get a text here saying, "Listen, guys, I'm like we can't." Uh, I appreciate y'all. Yeah, listen, love you guys, but you know how it goes. Well, like I said, like who are the big names out there? Maybe, maybe go around and see what the big names are. I, I mean, pre- who's still left? What are we? I mean, the general consensus on consensus on um, NHL Network is that. The trade between L.A. and uh, and Columbus that sent Jonathan Quick to Columbus will result in Jonathan Quick being flipped and going to, to Vegas somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. Um, that needs a goalie. Yeah. So that's Austin. a big name that's still out there, I guess. Yeah. Kind I, of. Well, I mean, I didn't even think Jonathan Quick was on the board, but apparently he is. Well, I so mean, good for him, I guess. That's probably the most kind of race. <laughs> that's probably the most shocking trade. Um, the, the trade you didn't think was going to occur. Yeah, yeah. Because you got to think, well, they're going to load them up. Maybe if they make a make a little run there at the end, maybe see what I mean, they can the do. Worst kept secret in hockey was Patrick Kane and going to the Rangers. Oh yeah, no, that the re. I think everyone was just pissed off because it took like five weeks. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, Jacob Chickering at this point has to be sent down for conditioning stint. <laughs> he sat out nine days. Nine days. <laughs> I don't think Ottawa was a place anywhere anyone thought they would be, but well, here we are. So somebody asked me about the Caps getting Chickering, and the quite literal first time I heard about the Caps wanting to get Chickering was uh, 12 minutes before he was traded on the NHL network, Mike Rupp said, he'd be a great fit for the Capitals. That's all he said. It wasn't like he was being traded to the Capitals. Just, that would be a good fit in Washington. Yeah, no, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd heard the rumors prior to that, too, so 
I was kind of like, eh, yeah, he might be. And and then when the Caps start trade dumping, or uh, yeah, trade dumping, it's like, hey, maybe they're gonna make a run for him. Maybe, maybe here we go. Nope, nothing. Yeah. Uh. By the way, I'm looking at the transaction pages now. Uh, Evan Cormier uh, got signed to a one-year, two-way contract by the Jets and then was immediately placed on waiver- waivers. Oof. So, I guess he had to. If it's He was good in UFC. Yeah, yeah. true. He held, the, he held the UFC title for a while, had if a I lot. remember correctly. Yeah, no, big big right hand. Yeah. All right, so one to four. We, 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 we do it that way. We have game shows. We have other personalities in. Uh-huh. Um, what else do we got? What else do we need in this? We're doing our own. P.K. Subban talks about his dating life for an hour. Okay, that's good. That'll kill a lot of time. That'll get people interested. <laughs> <sighs> I like that. Um, I thought he was. We could have Emily Kaplan asking P.K. Subban's questions about his dating life. That would be wonderful. Little yeah. magazine thing. Perfect. I thought he was dating. When did he and Lindsey Vaughn broke up? That was a while ago, wasn't it? I have no idea anymore. Oh, okay. Maybe they're still together and we just don't care. Maybe, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we just don't, you know, care. Maybe you're not supposed to care who mm. professional athletes are dating. It's really not that big of a deal. That's true. Uh, oh, uh, 2020. They announced their break. Oh. This is, right. this is after they, they were members of the ownership group of Angel City FC. Uh, uh, the uh, women's team. Yep. Uh, women's. Uh, women's and MS, MLS team. Well then. Huh. Yeah, I don't know what you talk about. Like, Fuck. I can only see producers of these shows as more and more trades are occurring throughout this week. Like... With a big post-it note, like on the wall, of like things that they're gonna do, and then each day they just cross off names, like <laughs> segments that they were gonna talk about. Patrick Kane crossed off, you know, like Jacob Jacob Chikrin crossed off. <laughs> they can talk about all of the players that the Leafs brought in. Right, that'd be nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, I love I love ESPN to do that. Just talk all about the freaking. Well, I mean, I think ESPN will talk about the Rangers some. Yeah, you almost have to. Tarasenko, Kane, Panarin's got to be loving life right now. Oh yeah, no, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be make their uh, their conference <laughs> final loss that much more to uh, easier to stomach. Right. Because uh, man, they have looked like they have not looked consistent in the last couple weeks. I don't know if that's just because the rumors abound, but man, they don't uh, they don't look all that great. Bob. Uh, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. I know our buddy, uh, our buddy Chris commented on the patron Patreon. He said, "Please just talk anything, talk about the Caps and Bruins trade because I don't want to think about Patrick Kane in my uh, rain, my team's jersey." I'm like, well, that's an interesting take. Was that a good comment or a bad comment, though? <clears throat> uh, in terms of of like, does he does he like? Patrick Kane no. being a Ranger or no? No, I don't think he does. I think he's not a big fan of Patrick Kane as a person. Therefore, he doesn't want him on his team, yeah, all which right. I can understand. Okay. Um, tonight, the Rangers are playing with uh, 11 forwards and 5 defense. So Yeah, they are, don't have anybody. Yeah, things are going great. Yeah, it's fine. It's a really good move. Uh, 
someone just uh, someone just quoted that the uh uh the coyotes are giving him uh deep late life expo vibes <laughs> all these who? huh giving who this guy mike sanderson uh oh. he's the uh, moncton flyers play by play announcer uh he said the coyotes are giving me real deep late life expo vibes all these picks ping pong balls don't wear jerseys ping pong balls don't fill arenas or get new ones built either like that's a good take wow so patrick kane put out his Thanks for Chicago letter. That's cute. Maybe you read that. Maybe you have somebody read that. Um, in a dramatic reading? In a dramatic fashion. Yeah, maybe you just read all the people's... Uh, or you start... What you do is you break news and you get their tribute videos for when they come back to play. Oh. That would be something. I don't know, man. I would hate to be a TV producer right now. I feel like this happens... Every like three years, though, mm-hmm. where like there's such a big build up for the trade deadline. We're like, this is awesome. The trade deadline is on like a Friday. This is going to be amazing. It's going to be so cool. Wait, it's fucking Wednesday. Guys, 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 guys. Aren't we? We're supposed to wait two days to make this happen. And all the GMs were like, it was on Wednesday last year. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, who the hell thought Friday was a good idea? Yeah. Oh well. I mean, the GMs want to have a weekend. Yeah. They already don't get a holiday week in the middle of the summer when they have to do uh, free agent frenzy on July first. Right. The hangout. It's terrible. I don't know. I find I feel like this happens often now, though. Yeah. Well, again, you have to with the money. Like you can't. Like those last second deals, you have to have like all your abacus is working. In a big way. True. Can't have these But the funny seconds. part, though, is with the cap, like, every day that the player stays on his old team, like, helps out when they get traded. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, like, it's almost like uh, when, you tell, when you tell your friends, all right, we're going to trade, but I don't want to announce this for a couple days. <laughs> Listen, we got something for you. You're going to sit out a bit, and then we're going to move you about that but yeah uh Orlov and uh hathaway have played well in their one game in boston that's good yeah of course i was always sh- shipping off orlov anyway for like the past five years True. so i'm <laughs> just like but you didn't but you were shipping him to boston apparently i guess that uh... in the end uh, <laughs> um in the end that's what i was doing did the coyotes retain any salary I almost think they had to to stay stay above the floor. The Coyotes are retaining salary in other people's trades. That's true. They only had, yeah, they had. Like dead... that's one thing that I find <clears throat> very weirdly interesting is how much other teams' GMs have helped out this season. Mm-hmm. You know, like there have been a lot of three-team trades where they're like, "Here, we'll give you a fourth-round pick to retain fifty percent of the salary." Yeah. Okay. Um, I heard that Cap Space is uh, one of the best players in the league. That's what the NHL Network told me. Uh, very close, very close. I believe Cap Space is a very close runner-up to future considerations yes. as being one of the best players in the league right yeah, now. Right uh, oh. at the trade deadline. At the deadline, at from least, what I right. from what I'm told, from what you've gathered. Yeah, yeah, from what I've been told. So here is as as we speak right now. Here's the defense for the Arizona Coyotes. Oh God. 
Patrick Nemeth, Yusuf Valamaki, Troy Stetcher, J.J. Moser, and Victor Soderstrom. They only have five defensemen currently up with the team. Wow. Let's go. And that kid who made the half-ice shot uh, and intermission between the second and third period. <laughs> right. They actually did it before the game. It's, it was to win a contract for the night. <laughs> help! It's help fill out a roster night at the uh, at the uh, ASU st- arena. Can you skate? No, it doesn't matter. Just just sit on the bench. You're gonna be you're gonna be a third pairing anyway. You're fine. Oh, dude, this is this is a sad state of affairs. I mean, the Coyotes currently are 15 years into a four month move out of Arizona. That's anyway, true. that's a fair point. So. At this point, like, almost feels like it's almost feels like like putting them out of their misery if you like allow them to move to like Houston or something else and like generate some buzz in a place where, you know, you don't have to play in a college hockey arena. Um, it is sad. I mean, we're I'm gonna miss the Kachina jerseys. Yeah, sure. Um, it is sad. But um, I just I feel like I mean unless they're unless they're just gonna hold out and have like a hundred and forty two million dollars in cap space when uh when Austin Matthews contract runs out you know God that'd be great they sign him don't play him they're just like we just no they sign him and then trade him away and keep fifty percent of his salary. <laughs> So I think that's... But then they put out the social media posts, so they're fine. Yeah, exactly. They're okay. Yeah. They're all right. Everyone everyone will still love them. Yeah, they're they're fine. ESPN. <laughs> Is ESPN's trade tracker gotten any better than last week? No, it still says it's February twenty fourth. Ooh, wow. Not even like groundhog day. No. No. Uh oh, okay. Players of the Month returns. It's nice. Uh, do they have anything about their coverage? About their trade coverage on their PR websites? Does not. Does not appear to be. I'm pretty certain I saw it on the Twitter. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking there right now. I'm looking at the ESPN's PR because you would think that they would pimp this. Because it's like, yeah, we got PR. We're gonna we're gonna do trade deadline coverage. It's a big thing. Everything's awesome. Um, as of right now, I do not see anything on their website about it. There's three exclusive games this week on ABC and ESPN Plus slash Hulu. Okay. So we got that. Um, nothing uh, Nothing about the trade deadline. All right. ESPN. Keeping people connected since 1974. Uh Wonder if it's on another like media a media site. Uh trade deadline. <clears throat> what? Oh, that's fantasy. Jesus, okay. Uh <laughs> nope, that's last year's trade deadline. Wow. They re- so they pimped it March seventeenth of last year for a March twenty first trade deadline. Okay. C- currently so that means probably what? They should have pimped it out, uh, pimped it out uh, earlier, like the, earlier this week. So it would have been the 27th. 
Well, I mean, I did see it on Twitter, I okay. believe. But I don't, I think it was retweeted probably from somebody. Uh. Um, so I don't know where I saw it. Okay. Palm Dog! Back at it again. So, yeah, we're talking about ESPN's trade deadline coverage and what the hell they're going to do. Nothing. Well, they're running. They're running the smooth show. They're doing a one to four. That's smart. They're doing a three hours, and then that way they're fine. But uh, yeah, man. On which ESPN? The Deuce, baby, home of the NHL. N plus. Oh yeah, N plus. Obviously. Obviously, yeah. Everything's on the plus. At this point, why even have ESPN? Just just put it on all in the ESPN plus. Uh, all right, so that was a thing. Trade deadline. I didn't realize Jacob Chicken was traded until Johnny told me. It's a good time had by all. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're not a news source. No. We're we're a silly source and a yelling source and a Stephen A. Smith impersonation source, which is fantastic. <laughs> uh, David Poyle's retiring. Everybody. Oh wow! The only uh, Predators GM to this point is finally calling it a day. Barry Trotz taking over, which is an interesting choice, I would say. I like it. I like it. Still interesting choice. <laughs> uh, they're not recycling GMs, which is a plus. Uh-huh. Like that. Like that part about it. Be interesting to see what he does with this roster. Is they, they're trading away a lot of their, their players. Yes. Um, the team becomes very defensive, but it has nothing to do with the coach. Right, exactly. It's just like they have to because they have no scoring. They're the first team in the history of the sport that runs eight defensemen. <laughs> Three lines of forward, eight defense, nine defensemen because you can get the, the extra one in there. <laughs> you only use three lines anyway, Barry Trot said after the game. Uh, <laughs> why not put nine defensemen out there? Who's to say? Man, that, and then you can have a fourth line of all defensemen and then you have five defensemen on the ice. Beautiful. But then you could also, like, then you would also possibly lead the league in in points by defensemen. That is true. No, they they traded away Mattias Ekholm, so no, that's not happening. Ah, uh, jeez. God. The the Predators defense is probably not that great either. Mm. Roman Yossi, I think he's still he's still there, so I mean, he set records for defensive points as well. They got Ryan McDonough or something. Okay. Tyson Berry. Yeah. That's not terrible. Better than the Coyotes. Better than the Coyotes. And they're... Who? Who's this guy? Who the Fuxterkoff? What? I don't get it. <clears throat> anyway. Um, What else do we got here? What else do I got before we talk? Linus Allmark had a goalie goal. Hell of a it was shot. fantastic, too. Yeah. yeah. Right down the pipe. Right down the middle. Take Is this a- the greatest goaltending season in NHL history. I mean, he's going to wind up probably with the easily the best record in the league. And uh and now he has a goal to boot in the same season the like that's it's, as well. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wondering when Mar- when Marty scored his goal, like re- legitimately scored it, not the one that he got uh called that he scored because he touched it. I'm trying to figure out what he did that year. All right, he was yeah. He didn't win any awards that year. He only won twenty. He only won. Oh, he won forty three games. That's pretty decent, I guess. So the mark is forty three games. He needs like thirteen more wins, or some shit like that. Um, but yeah, interesting, 
Interesting happenings there. Good for him, though. Happy for him. After leaving Buffalo, happy for the guy. I mean, I still remember that I thought the uh, Vegas Golden Knights were going to take Linus Hallmark in the expansion draft. So maybe yeah. I was just away ahead of my time. That's what I'm going to go with. You realize, hey, this, this guy's pretty good. Yeah. This guy's pretty dang good. Long run of good goalkeeping coming out of Buffalo. Yes, but for other teams. <laughs> right. The the Buffalo Sabres are a goalie, mar- uh, goalie farm for other teams. Um. All right, before Lyle gets on here. Where are we at with the Caps, boys? Where are we at here? What are we thinking? Whirlwind. Yeah. Whirlwind. That's a, that's a you know that's probably the best word for it. Um, how do we think Ovi's feeling right now? <laughs> he had a talk with Brian McClellan. McClellan so, uh, well, here I get the feeling that what kind of vibes you get that uh, McClellan's doing the best he can to actually do his job and still maintain the core group of players so that they can see Ovechkin through. To, to try and break it, this record, right? The goals record. So Carlson's not going anywhere. Wilson, <clears throat> actually, it, it, I was saying if he didn't already have a cup to his name, he may have tried to force his way out when everybody else was leaving because he is a reasonable, I mean, it's like a $4 million contract for the next two years. McClellan or Wilson or both could have possibly used that you know, if they're not planning on resigning him, that is, right, mm-hmm. to get a boatload in return. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he is a cup, he's he wants to see this through, right? Sure. Kuznetsov, Oshie, Backstrom, right? That's effectively your power play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's staying. <laughs> Pretty much. Right? They're going to stay and see this through. Everybody else, see what you can get. You know, everybody knows the rebuild's coming. Um, getting... Uh, a solid defenseman in Sandine to to try and kickstart a a rebuild. Uh, I, I felt like that was good business. Uh, shipping off Eller and and Johansson, obviously, I'm a fan of getting rid of Johansson. <laughs> you know, whatever you can get for these UFAs, and they're turning into to great returns. I think so. I think mostly positive. In my isn't there my a weird opinion. stat that was effectively like. All seven of the defensemen that the Capitals had dressed for the stadium series game were uh, unrestricted free agents. That's about right, or, or free agents of some sort. <laughs> like, because yeah. and uh, then Carlson the, sitting on like a five year remaining at eight million dollars or something. Like that. Uh, three years, <laughs> four eight. years remaining. Yeah, but uh, I'll ask that question. But yeah, the the only the only guys they have under contract past this season are Jensen and Sandine. Uh, TVR. Well, na- yeah, and and that was just today. Just yeah, that was today. just today. Yeah, because <laughs> Gus Gustafson was was a UFA too, um, and Orloff as well. Um, I wonder about Carlson. I mean, you take a shot to the ear that rips part of your ear off. You know, you might not be the same. So now we have a Backstrom that only has one hip, and a Carlson that only has one ear. Right. It's like if mankind had separate bodies. And this is what they put <laughs> put him through. Um, yeah, and Carl Hagelin, that that'll come off the books. Connor Brown will come off the books this year too. So, little cap. I, I had forgotten that Connor Brown was on the Capitals. <laughs> well, yeah, no, because he injured himself like in the first preseason game, and he was done. So 
like, oh, okay, cool. I am interested to see where this, with especially with the defense, what they get from there. Um, how this goes. I, I feel like that was a good trade for Sandine also. Yeah, I like that trade. I like. I think everyone. You you took a person in Gustafson who. You didn't really know what you were going to get early in the season. He's played well this season, and then you flip him for somebody who's younger um, and can play on the blue line, mm-hmm. who was just outside of the Leafs' top six or seven. So Right. No, that makes sense. Um, I mean, the Capitals have done well with getting fringe players that aren't getting a whole lot of time on their team and trading for them to come to the Capitals and play in the top six in defense. Tournament, turn him into a systems player. Turn him into yeah. a cap systems player, baby. <clears throat> um, it did take them a while. I mean, look, they ran through a lot of those second tier defensemen to find oh, a yeah. couple that wound up working out. Well, they were they were yeah. shooting a little high. I mean, they were going Scott Hannon, yep, Dylan, yep. You know, maybe maybe they were a little high in those thoughts. But then when they dropped down to the Kentons and the and the Jensen's in the world, that's when things started coming together. Right? Yeah. Guys, we don't need yeah, top Shattenkirk. Yeah, freaking. That was a terrible one. Uh, yeah, no, you gotta shoot a little lower. You got a utility defenseman, and then you can go from there. That's what gets you your money. That's what gets you your Stanley Cup. Yeah, the, the Capitals are also like currently in the business of finding somebody who hasn't played well for a little while and like sanding them down and refinishing them with new stain and then selling them again for higher price like two years later <laughs> nhl flippers <laughs> <laughs> the the brett Connolly plan if you will yeah pretty much yeah i mean they've done that at least a few times yeah since brett Connolly, i feel like might have been the first um they just they just did it with uh, Garnet Hathaway. I feel like they yeah. they kind of took him yeah. and and put a nice shine on his career and and shipped him off and got a good return. Well, you could say you can say that about Brooks Lake too. Yeah, like Brooks, I would say that about Brooks Lake. Brooks was there. He had a tenure. Then they grew him up. They went to Toronto. Didn't do shit. Started. To yeah, date. but it's not like he was. I mean, he was in Ottawa for a cup of coffee before he came over in the Bonja trade. I wouldn't say that he was washed up. By any means, before he got here, totally washed up. <laughs> Plus, washed it was up. even really that highly touted of a prospect. Oh God, but Conley no. was a first round pick. Yeah, it's true. Conley was a guy. Uh, surprised he has Matt time. Pettinger, you can go all the way back to Matt Pettinger, Pettinger with that shit. How about Matt Pettinger, Brian Sutherby. Yeah. What about uh, Matt Hendricks? Matt Hendricks, maybe. What's yeah, Hendricks is a good one. Jason Chimera. Chimera. Yeah. Uh, amazing this guy has found time in between everything that's going on. It's going to make his Friday a lot easier. It's La Rich and the Spectrofaki.net. La was still warming up his car. Like, he was he was trying to do some laps, trying to get ready for the race here, and they were like, green flag, let's go. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boy. Bar- I'm ba- barely into the first lap, and already I'm hearing box, box, box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, just just very quickly, I just, I just want to say, as an aside, my wife and I love that F, that Formula One show on Netflix. Oh yeah, that series. Oh, it's really good. Oh man, we just love it. We're we're halfway through season two already. We started it, uh, you know, back over about back a couple months ago. But wow, is that ever impressive? Yeah, 
So, yeah. I find the engineering in all those shows to be very impressive. Like how the cars are put together and how like millimeters of differences change everything, how it's weighed and blah, blah. And and I'm just like, it is endless. It goes with the meme that Scotty sent us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it's endlessly fascinating. Like, I never paid very much attention to Formula One race or anything like that. Most race, car racing I'd ever, like, I grew up with, you know, watching, you know, Indianapolis 500, and then NASCAR took over, and that's just, okay, the same 12 rednecks going in a circle, round in a circle for three hours. <laughs> yeah, <not laughs> but, yeah, Formula One, holy crap, is that ever interesting? You know, just, yeah. I mean, if they did something like that for NASCAR, I think I would probably get a lot more interested in that, too. But, you know. It would be interesting. I I still I always tell Scotty that I love NASCAR because when you first start the race, all the cars are like perfect and they're good to go. And this is exactly what we need to win this race. And in lap like 16, when you get in the wreck, some dude comes out with a jigsaw and is like cutting pieces off the car. And they got these massive slabs of duct tape that they throw on it and then they send you back out on the track. Yeah. America, baby. Yeah, let's go, baby. I was gonna say like a sledgehammer. I, I was gonna I was gonna say they start off the race nice, they got everything tuned, and then like a cloud comes over and completely ruins the car. Like the handling's <laughs> fucking gone, boys. It was a cloud. Yeah, I'm fucking gone. I don't know. Loose in, hard out. What? Ah, <coughs> uh, so. Oh man. That's how it goes. Uh, yeah. <sighs> What I'm looking th- forward to Friday coming and going so I can get Beso, Tina, and I can get back to watching our Formula One series. <laughs> right. Holy crap, what a week. Since Sunday, I haven't stopped. Like, it's just, they've just decided, fuck it. We're just going to do the whole trade deadline over the, unlet it unspool over the course yeah. of a week. Well, yeah. they might have a competition uh, caution uh, that comes out tonight. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> the next flag will end the race. So that'll just be Friday. Well, let's be honest. <sighs> that didn't stop him last night with the freaking John Quick trade. Boy, oh boy. Wow. Yeah, that I woke up, you know, woke up this morning. I saw that first thing. I'm checking my Twitter feed. I nearly choked oh. on my cornflakes. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> good God. So, yeah. Well, I'm not going to sit up all for overnight waiting for a midnight trade from the West Coast teams. Like, fuck it, I'll get it. I'm up. I'm up at five a.m. Atlantic time anyway, well ahead of all the rest of you. So I'll catch up. Yeah, there you, you know? go. That's like midnight anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's midnight on the coast. You know. It's like oh, it's fine. It's only fine. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. But uh, boy, how do well, you? Well, we're let, let's 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 ch- jump in with the big the ma- the marquee. Uh, Patrick Kane, the the trades like six weeks in the making. Mm. Uh, to your New York Rangers, um, I hope he breaks his hip in his first game. I don't know what. <laughs> like, if you watch this, turns into like a Doug Gilmore situation where he right. suffers a, a season-ending injury on his first shift. Yeah, yeah, no, you hope that. I hope that doesn't happen. Mm. I got nothing against Patrick Kane, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, there, there was, you know, it, we, we learned a lot about the creativity that's a, that you need to accrue sufficient cap space in the days leading up to the trade deadline to be able to squeeze in a player if you can find a team to end the intricacies of doing a, a three-team deal. But, uh, well, and that's the thing this year, isn't it? I mean, this is what, that was what, I think the fifth, fourth or fifth? Up to that point, yeah. 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 
Well, is it really a, considered a three-team deal when they're they're like, man, I really wish that we could make the money work out on this one, and they just call Arizona <laughs> or Minnesota? Minnesota's or Min- yeah, Minnesota's taking on. Minnesota's some... been in on too. The Minnesota's <laughs> been your personal bank, the Bank of Minnesota, for, for doing these picks. So before they uh, before Bill Guerin decided, oh yeah, I got cap space I can use, and and took and took Mojo off your hands, Mark. There you go. I need... God, Billy Garrett's I, I my favorite GM. In the, the third in the leading league. scorer on the team, you take him off your roster. Yeah, Stupid just, decision just, by I BM. Mean, just a quick sidetrack here, but I, I, as soon as I saw that come across, I immediately let Scotty and Johnny know. Yeah. Like, quick, somebody tell Mark. <laughs> tell Mark what's going on, please, for the love of I'm God. I'm pretty sure that I, I sent it to the chain, the, the three of us. Uh, you did. Uh, you you yeah. probably beat me to the punch. Obviously, you heard it before yeah, by I did. like but... six hours. But I decided that it'd be smarter to just let you find out on your own. Yeah, yeah like, it was like your be... own personal Christmas. Yeah, you know, by six hours. Work. What? After work on Tuesday was the best. Or was it uh, yesterday? Yeah, yesterday was. Yesterday Tuesday. was Tuesday. But uh, <laughs> yesterday was Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but Patrick Kane uh, going in a way, but you know. I mean, I, I, I know that the Blackhawks have been steadily declining, as we've all seen over the last few years, as players have departed by trades and and free agency because they couldn't afford to retain them, blah, blah, blah. But Patrick Kane being traded, that really is the end of an era in, in, in Chicago. That's That really, truly closes that chapter, um, the most successful chapter in franchise history. Yes. To be to be well, completely honest, on the cool. ice, on the on the ice, yeah. The, uh, Elsewhere, the, eh, the, yeah. The the, the 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 stuff that was under that rock that you lifted up, yeah. We won't talk about that, but yeah. No. yeah. But the on ice stuff, yes. Your point is well taken. But yeah, that really does mean it's 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 the end of an era. And uh, but for the Rangers. Ooh, if he if, if he and Artemi Panarin, you know, re- rekindle that, that on ice chemistry that they had during during Panarin's first two years there in the league in Chicago, holy crap, the Rangers are going to be tough to contain offensively because now you've got Tarasenko on one line, you've got Kane on another. I can't think of many more teams that can ice two top scoring lines like the Rangers right now. If they don't win the cup, is this an abject failure? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Well, well, it, you know, our old buddy Larry Brooks, it's rare, rare, rare that I agree with him on stuff, but he, he put it perfectly when he described it. He said, you know, yeah, he called this like, you know, this is the rock star Rangers and all this. It's like, yeah, sure, fine. But I read it. But he, he had a line in there that was absolutely correct. It's like nothing less than the Stanley Cup. They said – Conference finals, who cares? Been there, done that. And it's like, yeah, they did. They were there last year. If you make it as far as the conference finals this year and you lose, what's the point? At the very least, if they don't get to the Stanley Cup final, you know, this this wouldn't have been worth it. But at least the Rangers didn't have to give up a lot to get Patrick Kane because they were the only team he wanted to go to. So Chicago had no leverage. If you're a Blackhawks fan... You better cheer for the Rangers to make the conference final because the condition on that second round pick that they got is it becomes a first round pick in 2024 if the Rangers make the conference final this year and Patrick Kane plays half the games, it, which he obviously will yeah. unless he's injured. So, it, it so okay, the Blackhawks get what they get mm. in this trade, which was 
uh, Vili Saryarvi, um, <laughs> and draft picks. Oh yeah, and and, and Andy Walensky. Can't forget about yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that return better than nothing? Yeah. Okay. Yes, definitely. I have a hard spot nothing. thinking that. Mm. As I said, that second round pick becomes a first rounder if the Blackhawks get to the conference <laughs> Rangers. final. So, are, or uh, Rangers, yes. Sorry, it's been a long time. <laughs> Aren't there currently three teams in the East that have to win the Stanley Cup in yes. order to make this trade deadline yes. worthwhile for them? <laughs> and, honest, and honestly enough, the least of them all, probably Boston, because Boston was good all season. And they just <laughs> stack it up, and it's just like, eh, you know, what yeah. can you do? When, but ironically, they're the ones who kicked this whole thing off. It wasn't the it wasn't the Leafs getting Ryan O'Reilly two weeks ago. It wasn't the Bo Horvat trade over a month ago to the Islanders, or to even Tarasenko to the Rangers earlier in the month. Because you you that's kind of a normal thing to see, you know, in the in the month leading up to the trade deadline. There's always two or three big names that go early. It happens, right? But. Honest to God, since the once the Bruins made that trade with your Capitals for Orloff and Hathaway, it was just like, oh yeah, yep. it's on now. Yep. Oh, it's on. The other Eastern teams, <laughs> right? It's on. Okay, you think you're going to do that? Here's the New Jersey Devils going. Oh yeah, well we'll just. We're, everybody knows we're going to get Timo Meyer. We were going to wait until the trade deadline, but fuck it, we're doing it now. <laughs> By the way, I don't think half those guys in the Timo Meyer trade exist. Oh. Are they? <laughs> it's just fucking consonants thrown together. And this sounds like a name from the Eastern Bloc. Oh, wouldn't that be awesome if, like, future considerations, they just start making up names and throwing <laughs> it in instead? <laughs> Yes, uh, we've made this trade. Uh, Connor McDavid uh, to the Toronto Maple Leafs for Guy Incognito. <laughs> mm. it's, uh, it's the Peter, Par Peter Porker. Uh, you can't even find him movie. on the ice. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Um, Don't forget that uh, the Rangers also received defenseman Cooper Zek in that. Oh, in that yeah, yeah, you know, that's, deal, that's so, the real well, winner. Well, lest lest right. you forget him. Well, but I tell you that that Timo Meyer trade, like that was the longest one for me to write up that I've ever done because I had so spent so much time looking up the names of everyone. The only prospect of that bunch that I knew was Muka Madulin. Sorry, because you know because he's he was like the Devils fourth. He was their fourth best prospect. Right. All right. Muka Madulin. So here. Muka so, Madulin. Hey. Hey, what are you doing, Muka Madulin? You're Muka hey, Madulin. What are you doing? All right. He, he works at uh, he works at uh, cut my life into <laughs> into pizzas. Yes. <laughs> uh, so the so the trade was this. Here we go. Uh, so it's Timo Meyer. Yep. Timur Ibragmov, Scott yep. Harrington, Santeri yep. Hakkinen, and Zach Edmond, as well as a fifth round pick, uh, from San Jose to New Jersey. Uh, San Jose gets Fabian Sunderland, Andreas Janssen. Uh, Two NHLers. Yep, Shakir uh, Mukamadulin. Yep. And Nikita Otohukatuhanen, a conditional first, a conditional second, and a seventh. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of cons. Again, too many consonants. Too yeah, many consonants. Yeah, a lot of players. I, I, th I thought at some point, at, when I was halfway writing, I'm like, you know, they're just fucking with us. You know, they grabbed. Well, they deliberately made sure, as you as you pointed out, they deliberately made sure that every one of those players that we that that all the prospects were from like Finland, 
between Finland and Moscow. You know? yes. We were only missing a couple Norwegian umlauts. We're... Oh my god! Yeah, all the Norwegian yeah, countries. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm it's a Norwegian. good thing you didn't. You weren't like tweeting from your phone or something because that might have autocorrected <laughs> oh, to a whole like whole imagine? sentence. <laughs> it keeps autocorrecting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it comes out as melatonin, and you're like, "Fuck it, leave it. Let's yeah, go." Yeah. <laughs> that, we got a we got a deadline. Yeah. No, it's it, no, no. It's supposed to be Shakir. Muka Madulin, not 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 shake your metamucil. Come on, what the oh, hell? Oh no, he's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a, he's smooth with it. Um, <laughs> he creates openings when there weren't any before. Oh, um, poop jokes. This uh, portion of the program brought to you by B Day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh. so there's that one. The Jacob. I mean, Chuk- he does go to the dirty places. It's true. Uh. We uh, the Jacob Chickering got traded the like before we went on the show and I didn't know about it uh, to yeah. Ottawa. Otto, yep. that's an interesting choice. They're kind of like St. Louis of the East, um, in that maybe they're they're going all in, but we're trading some players, but we're getting some in. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> they're fifth. They're fifth uh, in the wild card. Well, listen, I mean this this is a big acquisition though oh, for sure. Ottawa Absolutely. for their their blue line needed help and and Chickering will will help to bring that help though. They're going to have to play him off of his uh, normal position. He normally plays left D. They're going to have to slide him over to the right side because uh, Thomas Shabbat and Jake Sanderson are both playing the left D positions on the top four. And Eric Branstrom's on the, the bottom third, but you're not putting Jacob Chikrin over no. there. So, And Jake Sanderson's too good to knock down to the third pairing, so they'll probably start Chikrin over on the right side. But regardless, it improves the depth of yeah. their blue line. Um, conditions on that. Uh, on that one, the uh, they yeah they get a first round pick. Um, if it's top five protected, it slides over to be uh, t- next year's first round pick unprotected. There's conditions on the second round pick. The, the second round pick is the one, <clears throat> if my memory serves me, yeah, it's the one they got from Washington in the Connor Brown deal last summer. Uh. It's a second round pick, but it becomes conditional. Would be a first, blah blah blah. If 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 the Senators reach the Eastern Conference Final, which isn't going to happen, as Mark just dropped it. This is this is slowly becoming the OHL draft because they traded a second round pick in 2026. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, How I know. We're going, with this going shit. further and further. Jesus. Um, very interesting though to look. Uh, the uh, if you look at the draft for the next two years, the Coyotes own everything. Yeah, pretty much. It's a. It's in, in in the second round in twenty I think they've got like five picks in the second round. So like the rest of the GMs are going to be like, "Fuck it, that's Saturday first thing in the morning." Hell, we 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 can sleep in, guys. It's going to be Arizona's got half the picks. Well, well, I thought I I thought I just saw something that Arizona has like twenty six picks in the first three rounds of the next three years or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's insane. In in it's... turn, the Tampa Bay Lightning don't pick this year until the sixth round. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but it, they don't really value uh, draft picks from what nope, I've heard. Sure didn't. Sure. Well, they <laughs> do. They do. They value them as trade capital to bring in a player to help them right now. And you know, but you know it what? It makes sense. It yeah. makes sense though. Yeah, dude, it's worked since 2020. That's when they started doing this. Back in 2020, they traded first round picks. They, I remember when they traded when the Barkley Goudreau trade, like the Blake Coleman trade, they didn't get uh, quite as much uh, uh, controversy from that one. But when they gave up a first round pick to the Sharks for Barkley Goudreau, like 
on that day, like like pundits and that just lost their minds. They're like, what is, what is Breezebois doing? And of course, that was Breezebois' first year as the general manager. You start hearing, Steve Eisman, we never would have made that. What are they doing? What is he doing? And then three, and then, well, not three months later, six months later, because it became bubble hockey. Yep. Uh, it was uh, Barkley Goudreau uh, helping him carry the Stanley Cup around. And all of a sudden, hey, that was worth it. And then he did it again. For David Savard in 2021, Savard helped them win the Stanley Cup then. He did it again last year for uh, Brandon Hagel. Okay. Almost and got Nick a cup Paul. again. <laughs> two guys they picked up, gave away high draft picks and prospects, and those two helped them get to the Stanley Cup final last season. So they see something now. Yeah, did they overpay for, for Tanner Janot? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's no, well, no, absolutely. But my buddy uh, uh, Matt Larkin um, with Daily Faceoff, he made an excellent point. He said, you know, don't o- don't OMG that they gave up all this for Tanner Janot. You should be thinking, Jesus, maybe the maybe the Lightning sees something in Janot that nobody else does. And it's like, yeah. Then and he made mention just like they did with Nick Paul and Brandon Hagel and with Barkley Goudreau and Blake Coleman. So, you know. Julian Breezebois has an excellent track record with this. So if, if Janot turns around and helps them even get to the Eastern Conference final, you can say, yeah, that was worth it. Yeah, because you know? then they beat the Leafs in the first round. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the guy's an unrestricted free agent, but you know they're going to be able to sign him for a bargain, just like they did with, with Nick Paul. Mm-hmm. Same thing. They'll be able to sign them for less than market value because, of course, the luxury that, you know, they got two things going for them. One, they're perpetual Stanley Cup contenders. And two, they live in, a, in, in one of the best tax free states in the country mm-hmm. with nice weather, which is why all the rest of their players all sign for less than market value to stay there. So, you know, win win. Win-win. I, I will be shocked if that trade blows up in their face, to tell you the truth, after all the success he's had with the other deals, mm-hmm. giving up first-rounders and prospects. He values them as trade capital. Yep. Uh-huh. Get all the monies. All the money. Well, wasn't the... Uh, didn't the quote effectively say, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, like, mm. um, draft picks are so hit and miss, and I have to wait three to five years anyway. Why can't I not just trade them for somebody that plays in the NHL now? Yeah, that's basically yep. what he said. Yep. <laughs> no, that's basically Lord, what he yeah. said, Johnny. You're absolutely yeah. right. You know, you, you know, I mean, he, he was more a little more long-winded with it, but you're absolutely right. You boiled it down to the essence. Yeah. You know, why They're trying to win every year right now with the core they have. Mm-hmm. But the, the horses that they got, they think that they still have another – you know, another two or three, maybe even four years left in their window, you know, to go and win another Stanley Cup. And, you know, it's hard to argue with that. I mean, you you look at their players, right? You know, the, the main core of their guys. I mean, Kucherov is, I think, what, third or fourth in, in league scoring. Steven Stamkos is still is still scoring at, at a 40 goal clip. You know, you've got uh, Victor Hedman, still one of the best defensemen in the league. You know, uh, uh, Braden Point is having a terrific season. He's going to hit 40 goals this season. You know, Vasilevsky, oh, well, his numbers aren't quite as good as they were when he was, uh, you know, winning the Vesna Trophy. Doesn't matter. You know, do you really think Vasilevsky gives a shit whether he wins the Vesna Trophy or not? No. The only thing that matters to him, Stanley Cup, baby. So, you know, they're yeah. they're just fine they're, right now. There's something to be said for a player that is a proven commodity that's in form to steal a, a term from, mm-hmm. you know, English Premier League soccer or pretty much at football around the world, right? But it's applicable Some, here. 
somebody like Eric Carlson would not be front and center here right now mm. if not for being a proven commodity and being in form. His contract sucks. Oh, big time. But he is in form and he's going to help somebody if mm-hmm. the Sharks decide to get rid of him. And if he Which, decides to want to be getting rid of oh. him. And if he decides to want to go somewhere. But the fact that he is in the form that he's in, mm-hmm. you know, if he if he was yeah. just having an average season, we wouldn't be talking about yeah. him. Nobody would care. Well, and that's the thing, Mark. You're absolutely right. And that's why, and, and to, to your point, the Sharks are willing to move him. And he's willing to move, depending on where, you know, obviously two-way cup contender. Um, he's, if a deal could have been worked out with the Oilers, he would have gone because of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Why do you think Matthias Ekholm was thrilled? Like, they were talking to him this morning, and he was thrilled about going to Edmonton to have a chance to go and play for the Stanley Cup with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl because those two are, are they're the two best forwards in the NHL right now. They're one-two in the scoring race. They always are, you know. But they're, you know, they're in peak form. And their window, you know, even though we can quibble about whether they're actually true Stanley Cup contenders, their window is still, it's wide open right now. You know, and bringing in Evander Kane last last season and keeping him, that helps. You know, Darnell Nurse is still a, is a respected defenseman as well. Ryan Nugent Hopkins remains one of the most underrated two-way forwards in the game. You know, he really is. Hell, boy, he got 600 points last. Got a 600 point last week. You know, like he's been around a long time. We were at mm-hmm. that draft, Minnesota. Yep. But yeah, but here he is. You know, 11 years later, and he's still a, a key player for them. So they've got a good core. Bringing Ekholm is definitely going to help their blue line. But Ekholm was thrilled. You would have thought when I first heard that trade, I'm like, ooh, he's not, not probably not going to be too happy. This is the first year of a, I think it was a five year deal he signed with uh, with the, the Predators to stay in Nashville, and he was happy there. And I thought, ooh, this might not go down well. And then I saw his interview this morning. You couldn't get the smile off his face. He was happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's so it's like, yeah, Edmonton is a destination. You know, and Eric Carlson would go to Edmonton if a deal can be worked out to send him there. It's not possible now, obviously, and obviously it's not going to happen now because they decide to go get uh, Ekholm. But is it something that Edmonton revisits in the off season? I think so. Yeah, and and there will be other teams that will look at it seriously too. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, after, well, that's after... it, it, sorry, Scotty, but the point of me bringing that up was about you know draft stock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what are you going to give the Sharks? To give up that Carlson, you know, it's a, the contract isn't great, but to give up a player like that in form, you got to give him yeah. draft stock. Yeah, and, and to and, get a player like him in form, you got to give up a lot of it. Well, you're definitely oh. going to have to give up a first round pick for sure. Yeah, exactly, and 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 you may end up having to toss in a, yeah. a another first round pick or a top prospect if right. you want them to eat fifty percent of his remaining salary. Yeah, it's and, the bird in hand versus two in the bush. Mm-hmm. Every time for me, you take the one, you take the player that's a known commodity, you know what you're getting, and they're in form versus 
you know, what is it? One in hand, two in the bush, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I said, or did I say it the other way around? I don't know what you yeah, said. You said it that way. Yeah. I just thought of it as a completely different euphemism. Yeah, I'm yeah. sitting, I'm sitting here wondering why you're playing with birds in a bush. True, <laughs> but anyway. true. The two in the bush, you don't know, you don't know what you're gonna get, but you have a bird in hand. You got to take the one in hand. That's. You Are know. we back on the Dorlax con- conversation? Yeah, no? back to them. Dorlax, let's go, baby. <laughs> so yeah, that's def- it's definitely going to be a move that made gets made in the summer because yeah, the. Uh, Oilers don't have their first round pick anymore, um, so oh well. What can you do? Oh, and here's another trade that's Uh-oh. come down. The oh. Pittsburgh Penguins have acquired Michael Granlin from the Nashville Predators in exchange for a 2023 second round pick. So there's right. that. Breaking that's interesting. News. Yeah, man, I, I'm glad the trade deadline is tomorrow. Um, we're getting all oh, these. What? Tomorrow. No, it's Friday. No, it's no, Friday, no. But we still got another day to go. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what time is TSN and Sport or Sportsnet doing their coverage, Lyle? What time are they starting? I Please tell me it's, it's fucking eight AM. It's not eight AM Eastern. Just oh, hang on. A let's let me see. Go. TSN trade say, hang on. Eat a dick, Duffy. What? Let me let me find it. It goes from eight AM to eight PM. <laughs> no, it doesn't go that long. I would love it for two. It's gonna Does feel it? that way. No. It would no, it's it gonna go feel that, that way, Lyle. No. Let's be honest. I always enjoy the tra- the last day of the transfer deadline in England when they're like, this one just came in at 11.59. You're like, fucking hell, come on. Can't you move the time up some so these people don't have to stay up till 2 o'clock in the morning to Honestly, the, the try suits, to figure out what came in? The suits... I believe they start at, uh, they start at 9 p.m. Eastern time, and they will go to 5 p.m. 9 a.m., you mean? Time. 9 a.m. Eastern. Okay. You, 5 PM. you said 9 p.m. at so, first, and I'm oh, just sorry. like, holy fuck. I, I'm tired. Come on. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we do this every Jeez. year, but what is the actual, like, all right, this is approved? Because we we did we had the Dale Talon uh, snafu with the fax machine. Well, that was so free agency. It, does it just have to be submitted to the league office or what? They have to be on the league call line yeah. by 3 p.m. On the party yeah. line. On the party line by on the 3 p.m. Please you'll don't hang up. You'll lose your spot in Please line. Hold. <laughs> so what, what if there's multiple teams? From, do they have like multiple operators? Like, hello, you've reached the NHL. You get stacked like it was you... a. Please stay on the line. You'll lose your trade if you don't if you get off the line. <laughs> yeah. You are third in line. But let's Just be let's be honest. Callback. And then you'll like, start hearing all that. that are quite literally sitting music. there with their phone plugged in. They're like, all right, nothing's gonna happen here. But here's here's the thing is that, and this is just me, you're not gonna have many people on that line at three o'clock, and then the AHL people can tri- uh, figure it out from that point on, because uh, this just gonna be a lot of minor minor deals, I'm oh, sure. This is the way it's going right now. I mean, yeah, it's it's gonna be, and but you know, I don't, I have no sympathy for for. TSN or for Sportsnet either because their coverage will be around the same time. No sympathy for these guys. You know, they had a good thing once upon a time. They would come on at noon Eastern. They do a recap of deals that happened overnight or in the morning, right? Give you a recap. And then they gave you four good solid hours of coverage, you know, Pat, you know, including the hour past the deadline, you know, to take into account for any last minute trades. And that was it. Bingo, bango, done. You didn't need to have a bunch of stupid stunts or nonsense or endless 
breaking down what the uh, the third line guy on the uh, on the Arizona Coyotes is going to fetch in the trade market for mm-hmm. for a playoff contender. You didn't have all that crap. It was just right here we go, boom, but a boom, but a boom, and it was beautiful. But they decided on ratings. This started when we came out of the lockout. Remember that freaking Sportsnet debacle in two thousand six. Yep. That's what started it because they decided it was Sportsnet to blame because they started off a bucket. We're going to come on at 9 a.m. and we're just going to throw a whole bunch of stuff out there. I gave them credit for at least thinking outside the box, but it was proof that sometimes you need to stay in the fucking box. So box, box, box now, box now. So You know what, though? You know what would be interesting? This is an analytic that I need somebody that has time. (laughs) Okay. To watch all eight hours of Trade Center this weekend, <laughs> I would like you to calculate how much actual time is get talked about for trades that have been made on the trade deadline day. Because I feel like if you boil it down, it's probably like ninety minutes <laughs> out not, of eight hours. Close. Yeah, most likely. Oh. That they're like talking about trades that actually occurred on Friday. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, TSN Nobody starts. Nobody needs to do that. TSN's, That's the only analytic I like. All right, TSN <laughs> starting at eight a.m. doing God's work. You know, when when oh. when I'm when I am finally retired from this and I've hung up my shingle, I'm not going to forget about this. Yeah, you know, remind me when I when I when I'm retired so that I can actually spend the trade deadline just actually doing that. Not you know because by then I'm not going to be covering it anymore, and I'll just sit back back and I'll be like, okay. How much did time did it actually spend actually? This is when Lyle comes on the show every week just to down, talk to us. Just yeah. to do this and then to do yeah. that. Yeah. Lyle I'll be your analytics a, guru for that. A deadline day drinking game when he doesn't actually have to do work. Right. <laughs> oh Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every uh, every time they may every time James Duthie makes the, the the cast do something stupid, you gotta drink. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'll be freaking <laughs> hammered by noon. Holy crap. I'll be asleep by three AM. <laughs> or 3 p.m. It'll feel like 3, 3 a.m. Yeah, it'll feel like 3 a.m. Uh, this is what you get, man. When 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 the trade deadline actually gets stretched out over four nights, it's like holy shit. It's uh, a lot to write about, man. I bet. Yeah. Uh, I'm right about. For, uh, unfortunately, even on YouTube, nothing from the 2006 trade deadline from Sportsnet. Nothing's, uh, nothing survives. Nothing, eh? nothing has survived as of yet. Somebody has it. it Somebody has, has to, to, had to it, record that. The tapes are there. Oh, oh, they are. They are They're... there. They're the Nick Kiprios up there with the Boston Pizza waitresses. They're having a f- great time. Having a ball. Oh man. God damn, you gotta love it. Anyway, it uh, was well. I will say this: it was definitely one of the more entertaining uh, trade deadlines. I will say that. That is true. It was definitely entertaining. When we hit some of the slow moments there, it was kind of neat to watch the train wreck unfold in, in real time in front of you. Mm-hmm. Make things happen that way. Um, oh, what else we got here? Uh, Johnny Quick, thanks for sellouts. Oh. Um, going to CBJ. Talk mm. of him flipping to Vegas. <clears throat> what, 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 what happened? <laughs> How did this the, uh, die the so key- quickly? Yeah, the uh, well, if you look at his stats for this season, you'll understand why. Uh, but he's also, uh, yeah, he's definitely he's been in the downside of his career uh, for a while. He, he had he, he actually he had a good bounce back performance last season, but oh boy, this year's been rough. Uh, but uh, hey, Phoenix, you know, Phoenix caught 
Copley rose from the ashes and uh, has become uh, again for a, a third good, time. A, there you go. A good, but he's he's played well for the Kings, but they they were concerned about their goaltending, especially like considering how badly uh, Cal Peterson uh, banned out for them. He's he's now down in their minor league system. Uh, that did not work out, so that's why they uh, shipped him to uh, Columbus for Yunus Corposalo and the big prize Vladislav Gabrikov, mm-hmm. who will fill that left side on their blue line, so they can move Sean Dursey over to his natural right side. Um, Mr. Right Side. Mm, um, nah, nah, but, nah, nah, nah. Uh, <laughs> ah, why is that such? Why is that such a good song? Almost twenty I don't years. Know. Twenty years Dude, after it came out. I know some songs they just have a certain hook that just. I feel stays. like it did a lot better though when it when you see the live version of that song. Mm. Mm. Like I feel like the live version like hooks you in more than the like radio version. Mm-hmm. I think it was on the UK yeah. charts for like twenty years. Or for, for for fifteen years. Well, things are. Yeah. That's why. Mm. But uh, with Quick though, he he may not be with Columbus for long. Uh, they're going to try and see if they can flip him to a playoff contender that's looking for a goaltending depth. So they'll you know they'll probably retain salary to do that if they need to. Well, I think you'd have kind. I think you kind of got to at this point. Uh, they'll retain half his salary, and uh, yeah, if they can find a place for him to land, but. Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of sad. That's that's the, you know that's another another sign of an end of an era in Los Angeles. But unlike uh, with Chicago, it's it's sad for John Quick, but not sad for the Kings because the Kings are on the upswing. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and they still got Andre Kopitar still there as, as the standard bearer. So he he's ageless. That guy, holy crap! Like yeah, you know, he had a, another four goal game last night. Yep. You know, and Andre Kopitar is like 147 years old. I mean, wow. <laughs> Yeah, I know it's amazing, right? No, but he's like 30, he played with Chris Chelius. He's thirty three. I mean, thirty three, thirty four. He usually, and a, and a guy like him was like a two way center. You would think would be on the downslide, but now he's putting up, he's putting up solid numbers again. So I heard that Chris Chelios invented midgets. Wow, Jesus! Whoa! Yeah. I mean the 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 age group. Oh, I no. got you. oh! They call them U okay. 18s now. We don't call them midgets. We call them Insensitive. little people. Insensitive. <laughs> My God. We call them. We we call. <laughs> we call them vertically challenged. All right. Yes. Here we go. There you go. The show's gonna get canceled now. Yeah, we're not talking about Martin St. Louis oh, here. Come oh, on. oh, right. All oh, right. My comment is going to get us canceled after all the other shows. We're gonna get canceled now, Lyle. Our bidet <laughs> deal's not gonna go through like we thought. Yeah. Oh, it's all so- down the crapper. Yeah, somebody will cancel our comic strip. Exactly. Then we'll, what we're gonna do with our ties that are folded up at the bottom? I know, right? What the hell are we gonna do with that in our unfunny no mouth situation? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Dilbert was the, the the Dilbert strip was 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 amusing back in the nineties, especially when I used to work an office job. You could kind of I could kind of relate to some of the scenarios. Like, oh yeah, that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that even existed anymore until I saw that it turned out. Hey, the guy who writes it is a fucking screaming racist. And it's like, okay, good yeah. reason to get him uh, to get to to get the strip uh, removed. See I that that's yeah. that is probably the least the least uh, surprising thing out of the comic <laughs> strips, um, <laughs> especially the reaction of that. We all knew that he was a right winger. He's a guy who wants people to be back in the office, obviously. Um, and I think it's, you know, just like when High and Lois uh, 
came out against uh, gays. And I'm like, that's really weird for them, allegedly. Um, oh, so, wow, yeah. Or when Kathy was a comic strip. I just didn't get that one. Um, Garfield and his lasagna. Right. That was Who, where it was at. I mean, but exactly. he heard about for, and listen, in the late 70s and early 80s, for a little while, that was actually a funny strip. <laughs> right, and it's relatable. People hate Mondays. They don't like their cousin that comes over all the time. Yeah, they kick their dog exactly. off a table. <laughs> and everything's cats do, man. Yeah, man. We all relate to that. How can yeah. you relate? I mean, come on. It's great. No. Anyway. Yep. I, I have realized that cartoon strip is still a thing. I have to thank you, Scotty, for for introducing you're, you're me to welcome. Pearls Before Swine. Oh, you're welcome. It's a wonderful uh, strip. Pearls Before Swine was great. It still is great. It's still, still is. Still yeah, is. Still going, buddy. Yeah. Still is. Yep. Yeah. I, SKCD, fantastic. I, I New age every, comic strips. Yes. I follow it every day. I like that. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. Really cool. You can't forget well, though, Charlie Brown and the Peanuts, uh, yeah. really reinforcing that, uh, you know, gaslighting. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, <laughs> gaslighting Charlie Brown. Always you know, a good time. Lucy yeah. just Gaslight really Charlie driving Brown? that I in. Missed that special. <laughs> yeah, no, when Lucy keeps pulling away the football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's that, and of course Linus and his attachment issues, <laughs> Charlie uh, Brown's right. desperation, Pigpen's inability to shower. That comic uh-huh. was just one big Freudian dream, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know what kind of mushrooms. I don't know what kind of mushrooms Chuck Schultz had there in Minnesota, but God bless him. Bless well, his heart. God bless him because A was a big time hockey fan. Yeah, no, we saw the uh-huh. the Snoopy statue in the X. Oh God, yeah, and 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 also <laughs> when he introduced the the character of Franklin back right. in the late sixties, um, true story. Uh, the the his his boss, uh, there were the people that he wrote for. Uh, wanted him to remove that character because they were concerned at the time. Remember, this is the mid to late sixties, and the debt they would offend. Uh, some of the newspaper editors of of the newspapers in the Deep South. So they wanted him to remove the character Franklin. And Charles Schultz basically told them, um, that character stays exactly the way I wrote it or I quit. There you go. That's when, that's when cartoonists had As a pool. result, he did not quit. He did not have to because he kept that character until, there we go. There's our boy. So that's, the, that's, yeah. a, that's a version of the statue that's in the XL Energy Center. So I also like the fact that he also had Woodstock driving a mini Zamboni on right? the uh, on the bird bath uh, ice rink. That was fantastic. Uh-huh. Yeah. So much respect to Charles Schultz. Yeah, big big hockey. Even, even if even if his strip was, as I said, a a, a big Freudian dream. Big Freudian know? dream, really drab. And it's just like oh, Charlie it was Brown. Also like loser. a twenty-five year like LSD trip in some situations too. <laughs> How long did Peanuts last? Oh, they started. Yeah, he started. I think 50, 1953, I think, till two thousand or two thousand one. Uh, yeah, yeah. And well, and the only reason why he stopped writing it is because two weeks after he stopped writing it, he died of cancer. So yeah. So it started. The Daily started. That would in, be a reason. The mm. Daily started October second, nineteen fifty. The Daily. Okay. The Daily's ended to uh, January third, twenty uh, two thousand. Mm. Uh, and then the launch date for the Sunday uh, <clears throat> part was January 6, 1952, mm. and then ended Sundays February 13, 2000. Yeah, so it was 2000. I thought it was yeah. like 2000, 2001, and around there. Yeah. 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 You got, you got 50 years of fucking material? Jesus, man. I mean, hey, Come respect. On. Yeah. You can put that in syndication and laugh your way to the bank. 
I mean, for God, <laughs> which he did. Well, Boy, howdy, did which he. a lot of it he did, you know, before he died. A lot of it, yeah, it was, you know, but, uh, you know, Pearl, pearls, before, pearls before swine, at least, has uh, helped fill the void since uh, Calvin and Hobbes stopped. Right. And uh, and the far side, because those those were my go to's back in the 80s and early 90s, man. Those were great. Yeah. eh? they were top notch. Yeah. Oh, they still listen. They listen, were very listen. intellectual humor. One as of well. the one of my one of the best things that I've ever done as a, as a father, honest to God, because I, I used because I, I loved Calvin and Hobbes and I bought all the uh, like the compilations. Oh, the books like, were really the good. Books. So I bought all the books. I had all the books. And when we moved up to Alaska, my son was a was, I think, eight, eight or nine. And we were unpacking the house, and he had never seen those books before. They'd been in my in my in my den. He never went in there for anything. And he was just, "Oh, cool! What are these? He said, can can I can I read them?" So I was like, "Well, yeah, sure, go ahead, check them out. You know, if you want." Yeah, that night, my wife and I are downstairs watching TV, and from upstairs, you start hearing, "He's reading them with the flashlight underneath the blanket and giggling his ass off." And I'm like, "Yes." So he returned that he returned the favor uh, uh, 15 years later. He bought me the big giant anthology, oh, which sick. I have on my desk there. He got it for me for Christmas. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm just happy that that played a hand in, in shaping my son's sense of humor. <laughs> what do you think about Doonesbury? It was good for its time in the yeah. 70s. Gotcha. In the 70s, it was good. And, and some of the storylines in the 80s weren't weren't too bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I kind of. You know, like anything, you, you, some of these things you just kind of they, they go on long enough, and you start to to just lose interest in them. You know, I don't know what I you're talking about, Lyle. Of... I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think part Wait of the charm. Minute. Still talking about part... comic strips, or yeah, yeah I think I think part of the charm. Just took a dark turn. <laughs> yeah, I think part of the charm of Calvin and Hobbes and the Far Side is that the 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 artist did it for just a few uh, several years, and then said, okay, done. Mm-hmm. So they never had a chance to get old and stale, and people actually loved them even more because they're limited. Whereas it's something that goes on and on, it's it's like Saturday Night Live, you know? It's fun for a while, or this then show it stays on too long and it gets stale, <laughs> and you get tired of it. You know, our twenty second birthday is coming up soon, kids. Get your tickets for that event. <laughs> <laughs> Except, of course, for hot. What? Shows, yeah. Oh, yeah. And cutting edge, and we keep it going, and keep it fresh, and keep it real. I don't know. Yeah, I'm already starting to rotate new cast in, so just like <laughs> yeah, that. true. <laughs> Mark's getting his leg. Mark's getting his legacy pick ready to go. Oh, there you go. Mark is actually going to be recasted <laughs> in season yeah. 23. It's like yeah. a soap opera. Is <laughs> there any other trees you wanted to talk about? Uh, <laughs> what do we got here? We got uh, uh, the dismantling of the Washington Capitals. Uh, yeah, that continues. Happened. That continues to go. But Luke it's, Shen, it's a quick turnaround, well, though, guys. It seriously, it? I, I I talked about you this. Sure? It that you know this was was probably going to be a quick turnaround. When I saw they got that first round pick from Boston in the Orloff uh, Hathaway deal, Boston. I I and I wasn't the only one saying this. Is like. I think he's going to take a, a page from the the Doug Armstrong playbook. He's going to use that pick and he's going to flip it to bring in a player who can help him now. And lo and behold, what do you see? Say hello to Rasmus Sandin. You guys are going to like this kid on yeah. your blue line. Don't I'm serious. Talk to me like that. I like yeah. what I want to like. Oh, I know. <laughs> but nah, he's he's going to be a terrific long term addition though for for the Capitals. I mean, he's he's you know he's this is his second full season. He played parts of of, of other the first other two seasons, but this is really his second full NHL season, and he's already got twenty points 
you know, which is, you know, and that's mainly play, seeing third pairing minutes with Toronto. So he's going to get more opportunities uh, in Washington. And, yeah. you know, I, I believe he's a right side D, but he, a puck moving guy. But, you know, he's also 22. Yeah. And your boy John Carlson is what, 32 now? Yeah. And so, he's got a money year. Maybe it could be a legacy kind of a, you know, this is an heir apparent that uh, McClellan's looking at. But I like that trade. It's like, yep, exactly. You took it. You took that and you brought in an asset, a young asset who's established, who can help you right away. So, yeah. So uh, we were talking about this a bit earlier. I mean, it seems like Ovechkin sort of just wants to keep because we, we know that Ovechkin had a, a at least a bit of a say in in all of this because McClellan had a meeting with him to discuss mm-hmm. the trade deadline and how it was going to shape up or whatever, right? So keep the core together. You got your Carlson, Oshie, Backstrom, Kuznetsov, and uh, Wilson that yep. likely are not going anywhere before Ovechkin breaks the record. That's no. pretty much your power play. So yep. every other line and every other position on the team is up for open audition. Yeah, but <laughs> essentially I mean, but- for the next three years before they rebuild in earnest. But keep yep. that power play together because you know he's still yeah. scoring twenty five goals on the power play every but year they, or 20 goals on the power also, play but, every year. But McClellan also told Ovechkin that they, that they intend to remain competitive while he's still on the team. Right. So it's not going to be more than just, yeah, let's get guys that can feed you the puck so you can score power play. All Maybe the time. it should be. Maybe it should, but no, but he honestly wants to be able to remain competitive. And that's why bringing in Sandine is a perfect example of that. You know, a, a young player with talent who can jump in and help you right away. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than, well, we've got this promising prospect from Toronto who's only played a couple of games. So hopefully in three or four years time, he'll be NHL ready. Well, that's no good to you. You know, if you're trying to do a quick turnaround, um, Eller and Orloff were unrestricted free agents. They weren't going to be back. I mean, Orloff wanted more money than uh, than obviously what they were. They were willing to comfortably pay him to stay. So that's why he's gonzo. Uh, Eller is 33 now. He's, he's kind of been toward the downslide now of his career. Um, you know, he's, he goes off to Colorado and he'll probably play either, uh, what I saw on the depth chart, he probably going to be playing uh, fourth line center for them behind Comfer and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, oh, is it Kerfoot? No. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, at least hey, he gets a shot, one more shot at winning the cup, uh, there and in Colorado because they want a depth there. But for Washington, it's it's not as I said. This isn't bad. That's that's not a bad move. You 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 admit you you've admitted what you're going to see because it would have been very easy to just succumb to emotion and just start throwing away like what what prospects you have in your system and your draft picks to bring in some you know rental players to help you maybe get a wild card spot the and then round. oh anything can happen and yeah then maybe you get to the second round and then you die. Uh, but no, this is admitting, okay, no, it's not going to happen this season. We don't have the horses to do it yet, but we've got a good, you, you point out, you still have a solid core. You've got some promising young players next season's, you know, a clean slate start over again and you can evaluate the team and see how you're doing there. And in the meantime, if you, you know, whatever you get from trading guys now, like a first round pick, you flip it to bring in somebody who can help you right away. So as, as I said, I, I like what McClellan's doing. I thought he was going to blow it up and, and uh, you know, that if he decided to blow it up, it would just be a massive overhaul. Or what I really honestly thought he was going to do was just what I said, that he was going to let emotion get the better of him and he was going to start sacrificing the future for a quick fix. But he didn't do that. He did the sensible thing. So 
this team's going to stay competitive, just this year's not the year. I'd still like to see one more deal get made, and that's trade Darcy Kemper and then skate six skaters every game for the rest of the season to see how many goals we can get Ovechkin before the end of the season. Who cares if you lose the game 10 to 12 or whatever, right? Who cares? As long as Ovechkin gets a hat trick every other game. Who cares? <laughs> Gotta love it. Mm. Ah, what else we got? <laughs> I'll they tell like, you. I'll tell like you. They have a center playing sixth attacker. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but what do you? So, but in all seriousness, what do you need Dar- Darcy Kemper for anymore? You're essentially admitting that the window's closed, and for you spent all this fucking money on the best goalie in the in free agency free last agency. year. Yeah. So, what's the point now? Yeah. Listen, you know, yeah, if you got an opportunity, trade him, sure. But I don't think they want to, at least not this time around. Oh, hey, another trade. Uh, Darcy Kemper to who? <laughs> Sharks, Sharks trade uh, Vladislav Nemeshnikov from Tampa. They acquire, sorry, the Sharks acquire Vladislav Nemeshnikov from Tampa Bay in exchange for Mikey Isamont. Yeah, oh, and there's a, there there's, you go. Guy you never heard of. Uh, Isamont, and I... He played at St. Cloud State uh, for a minute. Like, sorry for mispronouncing his name. Uh, and there's rumors that uh, Nemetsko, the Vladislav, is uh, <laughs> could be traded. He could be flipped again, like some backyard flippers. So I can't rule it out. Something to put out there. Can't rule it out. Can't rule it out. Uh, Philip Hironic on. Uh, we talked about Ekholm. Nino Niederreier also going to Winnipeg. Uh, mm, interesting yeah. deal there. Yeah, well, Winnipeg needs some help because they're really, really admired in a bad slump right now. They, mm-hmm. they in the last two weeks, went from jockeying with uh, the Dallas Stars for first place in the Central Division to, oh, my God, we're just clinging on to the uh, the final wildcard berth. Thank God Calgary sucks worse than we do, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> or else they'd be in real trouble. Um, you know, need a writer. Yeah. I mean, he'll, you know, he's kind of that banging, crashing forward with decent hands. You know, he can get you 20 goals a season, not a bad move, but I think, I think that he, you know, that uh, shovel day has got one more move to make. I, I don't think he's done. He, he needs to do something to kind of shake these guys up because, uh, they, they were playing really well for a while, but the past month has been, they were playing 500 hockey. And then the last two weeks, they've just gone over a cliff. So, uh, He's got to do something as well because uh, with the core that he's got with Shifley and Wheeler and Hellebuck, those guys only have one more year left on their contracts. Pierre-Luc Dubois is a restricted free agent, but he could be gone this summer. They could end up trading him if he doesn't commit long-term. And if he if they only keep him for a year, well, he'll definitely be departing next summer. So the the, the time to win with these guys is right now and not play, play it so cautiously. So Niederreiter was a start. But I don't think he. I don't think Shovel Day off's done. I think he's got another move yet to make. Uh, and before we get to one of our betting questions, yes, Dylan Larkin re-signing for a big deal, eight like years that. at eight point seven per. Yep. How do you like it? It was. That's under the nine. That well, that that's well under the nine point five mil. People were thinking he was going to get. Uh, we talked about this before, last, last and I week, yeah, yeah, and I had said, you know, look, Eisenman's kind of playing hardball here because he he wants to get Larkin as close to close to eight mil as he could. Definitely wanted to keep it under nine mil. There was no way he was going to let Dylan Larkin walk because if you do, you lose not just your captain but your best center. Mm-hmm. And that would have set back their rebuild by another two to three years because good luck finding somebody to replace him. So 
Uh, the Ronick trade, though, that's, you know, very quickly, that's, yeah, I think uh, Stevie Y saw enough over the last three games to realize, nope, it's not happening this year. We need another year. So you move out Ronick, um, send him to Vancouver. Vancouver desperately needed help on the right side of their blue line. Uh, so they overpaid to get it, but I honestly don't think that, I honestly don't think that uh, that Stevie Wise done either because Eisenman could go one of two ways here. Honestly, he could just keep the he could keep that first and second round pick that he got from Vancouver, uh, trade a couple of more guys. There's talk that he could be trading Verona. Zadina might be on the block as well. Maybe Tyler Bertuzzi if you get a decent return for him. But he could also keep those other three guys and maybe flip that first round pick because he's got he's got a well stocked prospect pool. He mm-hmm. really does. And with the young players already in the lineup, you know, you could afford to flip that first round pick and maybe bring somebody in for the trade deadline. So he could go one of two ways with this. I'm really not certain. Like I said, when I wrote about the Ronick trade initially, that it looks like he's a seller and he could very well be. But maybe he takes that that pick and flips it and brings in a guy to help them out. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Our bet. Bet 365. I wish it was sponsored by that. We'd have money. Um, <laughs> here we go. Trade deadline, 2023. <clears throat> March, okay. March the 3rd. Deadline the day 3rd. itself. Yes. Over, under, 23 and a half. Under. Trades. Under. All right. <laughs> I didn't even know. Well why, if you would have said beers drank <laughs> by people on you the mean show total players traded or total, <laughs> total trades? Yeah, well, it's still under. I'm going over. Because <laughs> there's going to be a question, ton of AHL trades. A better question to ask is how much of this will Lyle have drunk by the time the 3 p.m. trade deadline rolls around out of sheer boredom, if nothing else? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. And this this is... Uh, Does it have a good pop? You tell me. That's a good pop. Yes. Ooh. That's pop. good. It's a good pop. A solid pop. Solid I pop. had to. I had to. I. I. Only, I haven't drank out of it yet. I opened it, but I just had to. I had to get a mm, lovely peaty aroma. So, how much of this will I have drunk? <laughs> will it be half under twenty three and a half? Half <laughs> over under half. What? Under twenty three and a half ounces. Or over <laughs> there we go. Now for but, uh, for last year, uh, FYI, everyone. Uh, uh, we had the over-under at 14 and a half, and yeah. Mark and I pick under, and we were wrong because there were 32 trades. There were 32. Yeah, we're, we're, we're <laughs> wow. not getting the 32 trades this year with all these the guys coming trades. off the brain. <laughs> no. The I will be shocked if we get that many. 37 if, trades. If it is, it'll all be, yeah, it'll be like, uh, yeah. That, Paper deals, the, baby. Paper yeah. deals. Can you Paper trade? Deals. Can you trade future considerations for future considerations? Future considerations. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, future considerations. Both those guys. Future considerations you know, for cap space. They've been around a long time. Uh, they've certainly gotten around. I mean, geez, they've been around. They've been they, future considerations has been around since the fifties, guys. It's amazing. Like, okay. What if what if there was like a GM right, and, and yeah. his entire fan base is like, man, this guy's not making any trades. This is bullshit. And somebody needs to make a trade, and he's just like, <laughs> all right, Arizona, I'll trade you future considerations for future considerations. Future considerations. No, that's not how this is gonna work. It's gonna no. be future considerations for future considerations. And then they're going to get Arizona on the phone and say, look, I need you to take 30% of future consideration <laughs> salary 
for a fifth round pick in 2027. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Done. There it is. Yeah. And it's a three team deal. Three team yeah, deal, baby. Uh, That's so good. <laughs> zero. Number of teams that have acquired a goaltender on deadline day since 7980 and had that goaltender earn the Stanley Cup clinching victory later that season. Oh, wow. Zero. Only three championship teams in that time frame have acquired a goalie on deadline day. Uh, 81 Islanders, Yari Carlella, the 88 Oilers, Bill Ranford, and the 2011 Bruins, Anton Hudobin. But none of them were in the game, the cup-clinching victory. That's amazing. So, fun fact. The least important position, apparently. Yeah, the least important position when it, yeah. Isn't that weird? And four active head coaches were traded on deadline day since 7980. Oh. Can can you name them? No. Active coaches were traded? Active coaches when they were playing. When they were playing. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. For a second there, yeah, <laughs> that my mind so was good. Blown that would be great. Oh, wait, 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 Scott, wait, 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 wait. Scotty Bowman went coach. for Brian Murray. The fuck. <laughs> That'd be so good. Oh fucking hell. Let's go. Let's start oh, trading man. coaches. Oh, why not? Fantastic. Back up. That's Scotty Bowman's music. <laughs> All right. Can you name the four coaches? Oh boy. Acur- active that coaches. are active currently right now um, as we speak in the year of our Lord 2023. Since when? I'm Since seventy nine eighty, I'm going to jump right in and say Rod Brindamore. Nope, sorry. Oh, right. I'm going to say I thought that Martin St. Louis. Okay. Martin St. Louis is one. Mark. Uh, yeah, Johnny. Good work, Mark. Johnny, well what do you Mark. Uh, Mike Sullivan. Nope, Mike Sullivan's not there. Lyle. Um, Rick Tockett. Not Rick Tockett. Not there either. Back to Mark. <sighs> Peter Laviolette. No Lavi. Sorry, <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Uh, Brian McClellan. No, nah, he's a he's GM. A GM. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Lyle, last call. Uh, Daryl Sutter. No, Daryl Sutter. Mark. What about Todd McClellan? <laughs> Mark. Oh, I, I think I've exhausted all the coaches oh, I know. Honestly. Um, Sheldon Keefe. Uh, nope, you're already done, Johnny. Um, oh um, God. hang on, shut up, Luke this... Richardson. Nope. God damn amazing. it! <clears throat> Just tell us. Saint Louis. Shit. Craig Berube. Lindy Ruff and Dean Evison. Wow. <laughs> Never would have got Dean Evison. Nope. No one does. I didn't even know he was a head coach. <laughs> Doing God's work in Minnesota. He's there, right? Yes. All right. Uh, pick him. Pick him. Pick him. Oh. Mark was the big winner. Good Damn work, it. Mark. Uh, Johnny and Lyle tied for second. Ooh. Oh, how'd that happen? I was just happy yeah. to be there. Um, for the year, Johnny's in last, Lyle's second last, Mark's in second, I'm in top of the charts. I can't even do bad How enough do you to still be last. Win? How do you keep winning after throwing all of these weeks, Scotty? I don't know, man. <laughs> I only threw one week. Uh, and that was the Vermilion County because I knew they were going under. Um, this week, the WHL, the wall. The wall. The wall. You hit the wall. So you can go to the WHL. I get first pick. Um, man, there are a lot of great arena names here, but I am going to, uh, man, you know what? My, my, I, I think I got to go to show enough. The Axo Showware Center and the Seattle Thunderbirds. There you go. Show enough. Show enough. All right. Then it goes to Lyle. 
Uh, one moment, please. Do 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 do. Lyle, last oh. last last time you picked the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings. Okay. Uh, I will pick the Vancouver Andre the Giants. There's a good one. Ooh, that's good. <clears throat> Thank you. <clears throat> to Johnny. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna pick the arena that's owned by multiple people. Okay. And go to the uh, co-op place oh, uh, and the uh, Medicine Hat Tigers. Medicine Hat. And Mark. All right. <clears throat> gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with the Elvis. Uh, Elvis. Jesus Christ. The Everett Silver Tips. Mm. And the Wind Beneath My Wings Center. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Nice. Did you ever know that you're my hero? <laughs> <laughs> she is the wind. Indeed. All right. Is that what? No, that's not Swayze's song. What is it? She's like the wind. Yeah, she's that like was the Swayze's wind. Song. Yes, yeah. not she is the wind. She's like the wind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're gonna get she it wrong. Get it right. She isn't the wind, but she's like it. Right. Yes. Exactly. It's a simile, not it's a metaphor. Kind of, kind of hey, like the wind. Hey, there we go. <laughs> kind of like the wind. Like the Borg. Against the wind. We're just running against the wind. For those of you listening, a simile is when you say it's like something. A metaphor is just when you compare it without any context. Okay, perfect. What do you also write? Of boring English with Mark. <laughs> what do you also write in cursive? Yeah, prick. <laughs> Fuck your problem. Okay, okay, boomer. <laughs> what are you fucking putting? A, you putting a quill to paper? You freak. Yeah. God. You and you and your fancy printing press. Yeah, <laughs> fucking get out of here with that. Gutenberg. Fucking Steve Gutenberg. Here, yeah. Go back to Police Academy. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Steve Gutenberg Bible. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very short book. <laughs> go back go back to fucking Police Academy. That was another guy. Three men and a baby. Hey. That's a good one, Mr. Mr. Right? Mark, you named one movie that uh, Steve Gutenberg starred in that was not a Police Academy movie. <laughs> well done. That's an extra five yeah. bonus points to you in our next Great. Wasn't he also in Short Circuit, though? Wasn't that Gutenberg, or was that the other one that looks like Gutenberg? I think it's the other one that looks like the Gutenberg. The other one that looks like Gutenberg, yeah. <laughs> Judge Reinhold. Ah, there it is. <laughs> Judge Reinhold. <laughs> Please all stand for Judge Reinhold. I will I say bet this. If you, yes, if, yes. If, I I will say this. Judge Ryan Hole gets my respect because he had a very wonderful cameo on Arrested Development. My <laughs> child with Judge Ryan Hole. <laughs> Wait, child. no, hold on. Steve Gutenberg is in Short Circuit. Is he? <laughs> Wow. Well, there goes my 80 credentials. Wow. Isn't this great? Because we even now we can't look back and be like Judge Reinhold or Steve yeah. Gutenberg. I bet if we did a ha ha fuck you with <laughs> Judge Reinhold or Steve Gutenberg, we wouldn't get it. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Well, that's tonight. They played in a game exactly. on October 6th. They played in a prep game back in 73. Uh, <laughs> Gotti, this has got to be a game. You've got to be Judge Reinhold or Steve Gutenberg. Come on. <laughs> We're going to call it You Be the Judge. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, this has to happen. It's gonna, that's going to be the game show on the Face Off Hockey Show trade deadline show this year. Yes. You be the judge. Uh, but no, call in from the kitchen. There you go. Oh man, take call ins be great. Now let's go to March 29th. Okay, let's go to the year 2000. Uh oh. 
you know what's ironic? Nothing though, is good is going to come from this. March 29th, like, this is quite literally a game where Scotty has to tell us if it's before the trade deadline. <laughs> Uh, I believe this is post deadline. Oh, wow. Let's. Oh my God. We mentioned the Coyotes. Oh uh, yeah. Uh oh. So so the Coyotes are here. Okay. And and I I want to talk about the Norelco Shaver. Norelco Shaver is close, close to the skin. Doesn't cut it. No nicks and cuts for the Norelco Shaver. Yeah, okay. Are they playing the Thrashers or the Blue Jackets? Just cut to the fucking chase. Well, it's the Phillips Center. Thank so. you. <laughs> Phillips Norelco Shaver, baby. There it is. The uh, 36. Next week it's going to be a fucking like, uh, photo uh, album or a photo frame that you can send uh, exactly. pictures to. Coyotes. Also made by Phillips. Coyotes. Thrashers. Let's get it on. <laughs> See now we have to remeasure. We gotta remeasure because <laughs> deadline day. All right, Thrashers, Coyotes, Johnny. What say you? Shane Doan. Shane Doan. Sorry. Damn it! Sorry. Oh! Cocky well, prick. I'm not gonna know anybody. Take that. Oh. <laughs> Mark. Ouch. Patrick uh -oh. Stefan. Patrick Stefan. Yes, he's there. Right there Ouch. on that board. Played ten minutes. Uh, Lyle. Scott Mellonby. Scott Mellonby. Sorry. Uh, sorry. To Johnny. Oh, man. <clears throat> Andrew Burnett. On the board, Andrew Burnett. Let's oh. go. Here we go, baby. You know your Thrasher's team. Let's go up to Mark. <laughs> Milan Helenka. Milan Helenka. Not there. Sorry. Mm. Did not play Ugh. this game. To Lyle. Passy Nermanen. Nothing shall passy Nermanen except this game. Not there. Sorry. <laughs> to Johnny. I don't even remember who the other team is. Coyotes. Not so bad. Coyotes. Oh, the Coyotes. Even the better. Coyotes. Wow. Um, Don Quixote. Wow. Uh, 2000, after the trade deadline, after Coyotes the trade deadline. had to have been terrible. Um, hmm. Nat Domicelli. Nat Dominic Kelly's on the board. <laughs> got a goal this game. It's got some. To Mark. Andy Sutton. Sorry. Early on Sutton. You're an expert, though. Lyle. Rusty Klesla. Rusty Klesla. Nope. Not. Uh, nope. Didn't play I'm for the Coyotes until like 20, even, yeah. 2012. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, to Johnny. Oh, boy. Pierce fart dad? No, Pierce fart dad. No, he's oh, not there. Uh, oh, this, 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 this is the Thrasher's roster of death, isn't it? To Mark, kind of. The, you, I feel you, like I, I had I like I, I, I last week I had a couple that I like I locked in on mm -hmm. and I felt good about, and now yeah. they're just gone, gone over. So I'm gone. gonna go to the Coyotes, okay. and I'm it's gonna like go a with bad magic trick. Sean Burke. Sean Burke on the board. He's a Ooh, goaltender. Nice. That was good. Good pick to uh, Lyle. Ray Ferraro. Ray Ferraro's on that board. Get some chicken. Finally. I there, you go. there you go. Jesus. Johnny. For the Thrashers, right? Yeah, Thrashers, <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, Oleg Tevardoski. Oleg Tevardoski. Sorry. I think he was oh, Anaheim at that point. Darn it. To Mark. Lubomir Viznovsky. Hey, Cooper, get off of there. No, Lubomir, I'm sorry. 
yelling at the cat and giving you the no. <laughs> so there you go to to Lyle. Well, let's keep up the uh, the list of names of uh, of uh, hockey players from uh, Eastern Europe, and let's go with Teppo Numanen. Teppo Numanen on that board. Oh, wouldn't, there he you guess. West, wouldn't he be Western Europe? Isn't Finland like on the West Coast? Finland? Of Europe? No, Finland's Eastern Europe. I would Finland, say... Finland is right next door to, to Russia, dude. Yeah, but Russia's very big. Right next door to Russia, it's dude. Very big. Eastern Eastern Bloc was, was like Poland and the places like that that border Russia, dude. Yeah. Nah, it's Western Bloc. It's okay, though, Lyle. You'll know your geometry someday. So, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Tupac or Biggie? <laughs> Why not both? West Coast, West Coast. Tupac or Biggie? Yeah. It's Timupac. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he yes. probably died in a Norwegian drive-by. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Johnny, your turn. Norwegian countries. <laughs> All those Norwegian countries. Yeah. Oh, All those man. Norwegian countries look the same to me. Yes. True story. Oh, um, uh, was Brad Bombardier mentioned? He was not. I'm gonna go with Brad Bombardier. He, there's a reason why he wasn't mentioned. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Mark, Mike Sillinger, Mike wow. Sillinger. Nope, damn, to Lyle. Do it. Was, was Jeremy Roenick said? He was not. Yeah. Jeremy Roenick, he's on that board. Yes, oh, there you go. Get the JR bump. Uh, to Johnny. Uh, Yannick Perot. Yannick Perot, sorry. What? He played for the Coyotes. Not now. Oh. <laughs> uh, Mark. Probably a little early, but Martin Hansel. Oh, yep, very early. Very early. Uh, I'm running out of people that I know. Sorry, right, we're going to get the last call when Johnny's turn comes around. Lyle? Um, Keith Kachuk. Keith Kachuk's on the board. Yes. Ooh, Lyle's making a comeback. Yeah, but just in time for the last call, Johnny. There we go. Um, uh, no. Jamie McLennan? No, sorry. Uh, to Mark? Rick Tockett. Sorry. Lyle, last call. Jody Shelley. Jody Shelley, sorry. All you guys are all picking Blue Jackets. We're not doing that. Oh, shit. The goalie on this I told team. you I'm tired. Jesus. <laughs> Mike Sillinger, then. Fuck it. No, we already <laughs> said that, and he's not there either. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, for the Coyotes, Greg Adams, Mika uh, Alalado, Keith Kearney, J.J. Daniel, Louis DeBrusque, Dallas Drake, Travis Green, Benoit Hogue, Chris Joseph, Trevor Latowski, Yurke Lume, Stanislav Nechkash, Newman was mentioned, Lyle Odeline, uh, oh. Ronick was mentioned, uh, Mike Sullivan, Keith Kachuk was mentioned, mm. uh -huh. Uha Yelonen, and of course Sean Burke and Ness. For the Thrashers. I can't believe Mark didn't get the, the player yeah. that he named his team, fantasy Debbie team. Right? Dallas Drake. Yeah. Uh, and he mentioned Mike Sullivan in the traded coaches thing, too. I did. Uh, yeah, hard. Uh, Thrashers, Donald Aldette, Brunette was mentioned, Peter Busick, Dominic Kelly was mentioned, Sean Donovan, uh, Ferraro was mentioned, Johan Garpenloff, Steve Gula. Dave Harlock, uh, Frantisek Caberlet, Andreas Carlson, Denny Lambert, Mike Stapleton, Stefan was mentioned, <laughs> Dean Sylvester, Chris Tamer, Yannick Tremblay, Sergei Vishkidev, 
Jesus Christ. And wow. Damien Rhodes in that. Damien Rhodes. Jesus Christ was for. not on this team. He, no, Jesus Christ team. can't Although save this Scotty team. Scotty did find the game where the Atlanta Thrashers player that was closest to Steve Gutenberg played on the team. Yeah, yeah. it's true. <laughs> it's weird how that worked. Um, that so was, they, those were two terrible teams. Awful teams. The Thrashers at this point God. were 13, 52, 7, and 4. I'm oh, kind of bad. I miss Damian Rhodes. Yeah, we all are. We it was like him. a crossroads for this team. So you won't be lonely. <laughs> we'll meet you there. Lyle, enjoy, enjoy whatever the fuck's left of Friday. Oh, boy. Um, I, I'm holding out hope that of the few trades that happen, that they'll be like that they'll actually involve like name players. Like maybe somebody will will, will trade for Eric Carl. Stop shaking your head, Johnny. It can happen. It no. can happen. There, you have a better chance of taking a pieces of Scrabble and throwing them up in the air and hoping for the best. That's yeah, true. That's pretty much yeah. where I'm because whatever God it. wants, He keeps. But you <laughs> know, I, I I shouldn't complain too much because if they had turned around and and done all these trades on Friday, mm -hmm. I would just oh, be see? a burnt out Hulk, just a. Husk that's what of a I man. was about to say. You got yeah. on some level. You got to be glad that they're on spreading this level, out over the week. On some level, I am because if if I believe me, there have been a couple of trade deadlines when all the big moves happened on deadline day, and that is a long fried day. I mean, by the time it's done, Friday. you're just jangling, yeah. And then you face plant on your keyboard, and that's where your family finds you hours later. So yeah, yeah. in there, interesting. <laughs> that was on the that was on the ID channel, I think, at some point, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, it, yeah. But they were murdered. Yes. <laughs> yes. And this is murder, too. Anyway, have a good week, guys. Bye, Lyle. Right, good luck, Lyle. Good, good luck, week. buddy. There he goes. It's Slava Richardson. Check him out at Spectres Hockey on Twitter. And uh, SpectresHockey.net. Johnny, some shout-outs. Oh, man. I'll give a shout-out to a couple of weeks off from hockey. Mm -hmm. uh, I needed a break. Um, you know. You got a big, get a big run up coming soon, though. I do. Um, I appreciate the Black Bears uh, being home, taking pictures, working all that out. Um, but like, I literally go to sleep at like two a.m. after every game, hmm. um, and then uh, my body's like, "Oh, that was cool." Um, guess what? We're going to wake up early and watch the EPL. And I'm like, no. <laughs> what? I do, I do not want to watch the 7.30 a.m. game. It's been five <laughs> hours. I've been up for three hours before the 7.30 game starts, John. Well, every, I, I told every you, Saturday morning. I told you your alarm clocks are broken. Yeah. <laughs> yes, my children are broken. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I sent you that meme. Uh -huh. I, said, I will give a shout out to the meme I sent Mark earlier this week where it said, uh, it said I'm awake at 6 a.m. every morning because of my kids. And the other person turns and goes, fuck them. <laughs> what did it say? Yes. I don't like, remember, but I'll, I'll you take should, that. No, it says, uh, it says you, should, uh, you should go to sleep earlier. And it's basically oh, like, why right. should I change? Because he's the one who sucks. Yeah. It's the office space meme yeah, yeah. from uh, Michael Bolton. Mm -hmm. About changing his name, Michael Bolton. Um, yes. So appreciate all that there is to go around with that. Um, I'll give a diss to Maryland weather. Uh, there was a point this week where my head hurt so bad that not only was I wearing a pair of glasses, but I was wearing my transition sunglasses. 
that I wear outside in my house while I was working all day. Mm. Uh, so yeah, so that was a lot of fun this week. Uh, the 77 degrees to 30 degree change mm. was fantastic. Absolutely beautiful for the brain. Um, and yeah, give a shout out to the flat cap. Maybe there's another year of it. Black cap. All right. Mark, Mark, what do you got? I'll give a shout out to Velvet Rabbit. Mm. Or sorry, Velvet Hops. Oh. It's a triple IPA from Ooh. Old Ox Brewery. Nine, 9% IPA. That's what I was drinking this evening after I finally got the child to stop being an asshole. <laughs> um. He went through a, a phase. I mean, no, it's not a phase. A very <laughs> long phase. But he just doesn't listen. Which yeah. is normal. I get yeah. that. Most yeah. toddlers, I guess he's still considered a toddler at five years old, just doesn't. Just doesn't listen. What you need to do, though, is you need to figure out how to hack into his Bluetooth headset, and then you can talk to him through that. Yes. His, his I mean, headphones. I, I I know how to do that. I can ju- also just shut them off very easily. <laughs> Ooh, that's but, smart. Uh, that's go. smart as well. But yeah, so very troublesome child. I'll have to consult my my ginger expert, subject matter expert, the ginger <laughs> me, <laughs> Sean Leahy, to see how to deal with this. Shout out to ginger me, right. Sean Leahy. That's, that's yeah. good, actually. That's a great nickname. Yeah. Good times. All right. Um, shout out to the final weekend of UND hockey at home. Um, then maybe going to Fargo for regionals. Depends. Would you go either way? I'd go either way. I'm I'm just depending. No, you, have to, you can only get there if you go. You have to go one way. You can't go either way. What do you mean? That's ridiculous. You can go either way. That's to get true. to Fargo, you yeah. got to go one way or the other. Nah, that's that is true. Ah, oh, yeah. silly. Uh, I might because there might be some teams that uh, I like. I mean, Michigan Tech might go there, so Big Mo will be there. Nice. Um, but yeah. Um. Yeah, nothing. Nothing else. Pretty lame week. Shout out to taking off Friday and just chilling out, not watching anything because there ain't gonna be shit going on except for AHL trades. So. You know what, though? I feel like that worked out for the best for you. Yeah, no, I think so, too. For the best, indeed. Uh, so that's it. That's all for Johnny P. Mark with a C. I'm Scotty Watts. Take care of yourself and someone else has been Face Off Hockey Show. Part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction Podcast, Monsters.com. Hey, if you want to get us on the social medias, at FOHS Radio on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. And if you want to contribute to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Show. Until we talk to you... In uh, seven days' time, we'll do all the fallout from whatever the hell it's going to be and uh, go on from there. Till next week. Peace. <laughs>